die from the still warm corpse of the Western final. It's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that is delighted that their reluctant cheering for the sounding enthusiasts worked. Good job, us. Way to go. Mm-hmm. On this week's show, we review TFC's first leg in Montreal. Look at the Western Conference winner. Look ahead to this Wednesday's big game here in Toronto and much more. And now to this week's panel. He is our poutine bite taste tester. It's Duncan Fletcher. Hello. How were they? Yeah, uh, disappointing. I saw them. The I saw them in the. They looked the delicious. Mm. Huh? They're they're okay. You have some in the freezer for when you're drunk, but it's it's not amazing. If if you've got the option, just go and get a regular poutine. Hmm. Fair. All mm. right. Chief box unpacker. It's Mark Hinckley. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hello. God, there's too many. Should probably stop leaving that pile of boxes next to your chair, shouldn't I? It's, it's like you're taunting taunt. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's better ways to troll me. It's called the internet. Use you're it. never on the internet. Yeah, but you're on all of it. <laughs> I figured you'd know how to do that by it's now. True. Fuck you, boxes. Yeah. I got him. <laughs> Tony Walsh isn't joining us this week. He's oh, currently God. down at BMO, I hate keeping guy. an eagle eye on the pitch to make sure they don't wreck it. He's on pitch. He's, he's bitchy. He's a he's big pitching. breakup fan. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so instead, joining us this week is Vocal Minority Podcast Super Sub from MLS underscore backslash Reddit dot MLS dot TFC. It's James Rossi. Hello. Yeah. yeah. Money. Thanks for having right, me. Right I've Money. come immensely prepared, as you all know. Yes, you're so, always yeah. prepared. Uh, I, I noticed there's a notepad next to your mic. Yes. Yes. I thought that was part of his writer. We have to. Yeah, there's. I have a stack of them in the closet. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Just good. green M and M's in a brandy glass. Yes. <laughs> green ones. I'm glad I'm not sitting on that side of the table. <laughs> uh, as for me, I am a sad commie, but an excited TFC fan. So I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Sad commie. Yeah. Uh, that's the worst kind of commie. It is. Yeah. Yes. Mm. No one likes a sad commie. But does your bathroom create Bolsheviks? That's really the question that we should be asking. Well, you know, got to be on the lookout at all times. I have to be careful. All right. (laughs) With the pogrom? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That was. That's well well played. Yeah, Yeah, that was very well done. I think of you. Very strange reaction. The more I see, the more I do. Baby. Ticket to ride, white line highway. Tell all your friends they can go my way. Pay your toll, sell your soul. First up on the show this week is last week's leg one of legume of the Eastern Conference final. Legume? Like yes, vegetables? them too. Beans. Beans. Well, Beans. Is it jambe? Uh, is it jambe? Is it jambe? Jambe. Jambe. Okay. Anyway. anyway. Jambe. Uh, yeah. 
The game in Montreal. That we're one. Talk about that. I wasn't sure what you guys were talking about, to be honest. Mm. We try to be multicultural. Yeah, we're, we're a bilingual podcast. We just suck at one language. <laughs> French is pretty good, though. Yeah, exactly. So last Tuesday's game in Montreal at the Big O was just, you know, tiny little bit crazy. Uh, they almost threw it all away again. <laughs> and then managed to come just close enough to make things this interesting for the home leg this week. Of course, the game started off with that fantastic 40-minute delay. With the lines. Barely even notice it. That, that's, I think, just the, the greatest moment in MLS like history. It's really. so it's embarrassing. Just, oh. All right, 60,000. That's the second largest crowd in MLS playoff history and like the biggest thing in, in Canada ever. But... Yeah. Oh, there's a million people watching on TSN. And we got the lines wrong. Major <laughs> league. We look so fucking soccer. bush league. Yes. It was so embarrassing. Missed lines soccer. Yep. So. Ah. Misaligned, yeah. Mm. It was just, yeah. James is writing down a note. Oh, what's it say? <laughs> can I, you read it, Duncan? I can't. Ah, oh, it's a code. <laughs> Damn, Damn it, it's good. LVGKs. It will all become clear yeah. shortly. I, wow. Louis Van Gogh. Wow, the, the <laughs> wizard at work. <laughs> this is magical. I know. I'm, I, I know. The glow this this the, is why we invite him on. It's not the glow of the of the computer screen that's illuminating my face. It's, the, it's the James glow. sitting across from me. Yeah. Like, I'm. But it's mystical. Yeah, that that was a glorious, glorious thing to have have happened. Like really. just it's, such a it's such a, a a gift, really. Yeah. Like, well, it's a, like it's a gift on uh, many levels, but it yes. really is, like, just embarrassing. Sure. It just, come on. But if you like shit shows, if, if you enjoy things going wrong and being able to laugh at things. Oh, sure. That's, that's, wow. That part of it was quite hilarious. Yes. There were some great moments contained in that, though, to be fair. Like, the cheer <laughs> that the guy on the painting machine got whenever he finished a line was spectacular. By the end, we were chanting MVP at him. <laughs> you may have been. <laughs> I, I, I hope there were a lot of you were actually at the game and amongst the fans and everything. Yes. I hope there were a lot of derogatory chants towards the, the people there. Which people? Just the people in the, general? The lines people. You know, just their general sort of, you know, sort of you fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up was... In the morning Yeah, actually, you, you be, fucked yeah. up was probably the most consistent one. It's all your fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excellent. You know, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was... We sort of alternated between the two. Uh, through most of that, once we realized what, what was happening, doing. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, no, it was. Uh, and then there was yeah, there was just a lot of cheering. Regardless, we're like, stop cheering. You should be booing. Did we ever get a, re- sort of. a decent explanation for like how the mistake happened? Like, because I thought the only thing that could have happened was they used meters instead of yards, or something ridiculously. Would have been yards like instead that. of meters because they were short. They yeah, went, they went long. Um, farthings were they using farthings? Farthings. Leagues. Leagues. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Leagues are tricky. Yeah, like leagues that. are tricky. I think they're pretty big though. Are they major leagues? <laughs> Apparently not. They Bush leagues. They thought it only had to be ten yards from like the six yard line, right? Another ten yards out rather than take to get the full eighteen. Eight. Who knows? Just yeah, they just said it was metric to non-metric conversions. Well, like the craziest thing, French, right? craziest thing was that both teams had been on that pitch the day before. Montreal had been training on it all week. All of the media, all like everybody was on the pitch. No one noticed it, and yeah. nobody looked at Kurt it. Kurt Lawson was on the pitch, freaking ripping it up. Yeah, Kurt was and, on the pitch, yeah. ripping it up. And he, he it's his fault it. that they had that. Well, one of the funnier things, yeah. uh, I was down there too, and one of the other things that Kurt discovered was that. 
wherever the old bases were when the expos played there there were massive metal steel doors underneath it so you could step on it and it would go because there was like a cavity underneath <laughs> so you go into send in a cross and you step on it and it's just doom. the ball hits it and bounces ridiculously high up in the air that's Excellent. delightful I love home field advantages <laughs> <laughs> you know exactly where all the bounces are mm-hmm. that's really really interesting I do feel since you guys are so curious about my note mm. ah go on that the gong show that it was to make this mistake would have been worse if it hadn't been for the Las Vegas Golden Knights having their launch that same night. And totally diffused the situation. I would never I, have got that. I thought no. it was something to do with goalkeepers. I thought yeah. it was Louis Van Gaal. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was but in I, Montreal? He's usually at TFC games. Yeah, yeah, it's stunt double. I thought he was a West Coast guy. There's a guy oh, that sits There's a guy oh, no, that's that's Carlo Ancelotti. We've got, two, we've got two stunt doubles in our, like within a 10-row <laughs> radius of us. It's crazy. We're, it's like it's like uh, being in the company of near celebrities. It's great. Yeah, but yeah, you know they're fucked up as well. So yeah. uh, it's so stellar had, all around sport. Yes, oh, no, it was really well yeah. done. Just top level stuff. Yeah. So after that forty minute delay, <laughs> we can't be done with that. Technically, already, it was a thirty minute delay, but I'm not gonna get mm. kickoff was supposed to be at eight oh eight. And it finally kicked off at eight thirty-eight. It did not kick off at eight thirty-eight. Look, I'm just happy that it happened at all. <laughs> no, it was in the. It was. It was block. later than that. <laughs> yeah. So, because you uh, texted me, or someone texted no, my someone texted me thing. that it was eight thirty-eight, and I was like, "We'll see." Anyway, I was sitting in front of a computer. That's fine. Yeah. And was, when I when I was driving, having Vic Router, the comfort of my life, mm. <laughs> inform me of the how long the delay was going to be in his amazing if you, you felt you felt better yeah. about it I, oh did you like PVR you the game and watch the whole thing later because Vic was kind of stripping off as things were going along there no it was, he started off in a jacket then it's really warm in here so you'll notice I'm, I'm down to just my sweater oh I, no like, I, Ooh, I did not yeah. Vic router at See, night yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not so much interested in his wardrobe <laughs> it's just his delivery we've talked about this hmm. he is going to deliver the bad news to me when I'm about to die it's <laughs> going to be the best 50 bucks I ever spent. I assume it's more, but, you know, let's just go with 50 bucks for that. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's like, <laughs> I have a report that it's 20-minute delay before the, like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Guys, it's 20 minutes. Vic said so. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was I, I, I will have to then thank Montreal Impact for screwing that up so I could get to a television to watch it. There you so. go. Yeah, that, thank it's you. It's just glorious. It's not gamesmanship, it's marksmanship. Hey. Yeah. I saw someone yeah, on Twitter like, kind of like posting a, a, like, a picture of it as if it was like a Canadian heritage moment. Kind yeah, of I saw that. That, that was, was amazing. That was, yeah, that was kind was of great. Whoever did is, that, well done. This is a moment to, you know, remember and relive many yeah. many 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 times. Yeah. God bless you this Montreal. Adds thank to you. The lore of the it series. really does. Yes. That's true. Uh, so after the delay, mm. uh, the game did finally start in Toronto. It went well. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, amazingly well, if you're an Impact fan. A disastrous start to the game. Um, saw them I think you could say there was a 15-minute delay for Toronto after the field mm. delay. <laughs> well, they were completely incapable of dealing with the Impact's counterattack. Uh, they allowed Dominic Oduro to make his stupid... Threat, dare. guarantee, mm. dare, come true, which is super annoying. Um, Perfect. It had to happen eventually that he would score against us. That was the first goal. That was so annoying. Yeah, indeed. So <laughs> annoying. Uh, so, yeah, the first half was unpleasant. 
And then the second half uh, started out a little bit more unpleasant-ish, and then Fanny made some subs nice and early, some very good subs that absolutely had an immediate impact on the game. And TFC came, you know, within a couple scuff chances in the first half, maybe a little more clinical work in the second half of actually tying the game, but 3-2. So coming back to Toronto with a possibility, like like an actual, not a anything can happen in sport, but uh, no, this is doable. This is an actual... I would go as far as to say coming back with the advantage. Yeah. So, general thoughts, gentlemen, are there any... Um, yeah, it was, it was like, as you say, very, very alarming. And then, okay, it all worked out in the end. And I feel you know, the, the first half, it kind of started horribly. Then as things went on, like towards the end of it, you know, the last 10 or 15 minutes, okay, it's like Toronto look as if they know what they're doing now. And it's okay. And then I guess the second half, there were further adjustments made. And oh, oh, it, it looks all wrong again. And then eventually, you know, things went right again. So, um, yeah, the, I guess the whole sort of tactical chess match thing, Sort of Bielo was winning, then Vanny would tie it up, but then Bielo went ahead, and Vanny, I, you know, I, uh, you know, adaptations were made, and so you know, good for you for kind of figuring things out and kind of fixing them. But right. uh, yeah, you got it wrong in the first place, didn't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, all in all, though, can't complain. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm kind of summed. Duncan summed it up best. I mean, Hooray! overall, can't complain. <laughs> No, but the thing is, so that's true. Every week. They so. were absolutely abysmal that first half. Absolutely abysmal. They they somehow make a substitution that solves the ills. You were right as well, Kristen. Yeah, no, 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 no. Only you are ever right. Well, that's the mistake of me letting him go first. Actually, I don't really get a choice. You just said that. So that's your fault that I'm agreeing with Duncan every week, apparently. So... Or how about this? How about this? Toronto played great. They were great all 90 minutes. A lie. I'm not a liar. I have credibility, for God's sake. The least. But I have some. Yeah, it was. that's exactly how it went. As Duncan described it, almost verbatim. There. There. Now I'm, a cop, now I'm copping out. So. Hooray. James? <laughs> yeah, there was a real from, sense. From your view in the press box? Yeah, I don't know what just happened, but... Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> a little confused. It's all right. Don't worry. <laughs> they just don't agree with people. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Apparently, we're supposed yes. to have descending. <laughs> then I will take views. you up on. No. <laughs> we don't have time for that. Um, I got the strong sense, given what happened last year when they went down three nothing, and the way that those three goals just absolutely crushed the soul of the side, and there was no way that they were coming back from it. The way that they handled it this year was not just more positive for the second leg, but it was also, you know, not to get biblical on you guys or anything like that, but there was, <laughs> there was a definite sense of resurrection in this game where like, we were in a cave for three days. Well, we were sort of in a cave. It was a cavern. Well, that's it, it was cavernous. It was cavernous. Did, yeah. Did, did Jason Christ like, take over half time? He may yeah. have been there. I'm not oh. sure. I saw Carl Robinson there. Mm. Um, we all did. He was on TV. Oh, that, that wasn't watching on TV. Um, Resurrection. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm waiting to find out who Judas won. That's really, that's really my angle here. Well, just with the, with the memory of last year, going into the game, what happened last year was obviously something that was at the forefront of everyone's mind. Sure. And the way that that game started, it would have been so easy for them to just sort of crumble up into a ball and give up and try and leave without three 
without a score worse than 3-0 because it, it could have gotten worse. If it was 4 nothing, if it was 5 nothing, the series is over. And so for them to claw their way back from that and get those two goals, it, it means that the second leg actually matters instead of being mm-hmm. pointless to a certain extent. Well, something we were talking about after the game was that Again, you know, we, 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 we all look to the past for TFC an awful lot, but it's hard not to. It's still a fairly young club. Most of us, you know, we've we spent a lot of time enduring the awfulness. But, you know, a year ago, literally a year ago, they wouldn't have come back. They wouldn't have fought back from this. And, and it was nice to see that it wasn't TFC of old. It was a team that could actually try to fight back and, and do so successfully. It's um, been something that they've shown all season. Like there there hasn't been many there haven't been many games where this Toronto team like the only game you can think of where they absolutely did not show up to play at all was that three 0 loss in New York. Yeah. I think other than that, there wasn't a game where they conceded a lot of goals first, which was something they very much didn't want to do, but it, it didn't matter as much mm-hmm. as it would have in the past. I think as much as anything it's probably just a sign of overall squad depth and that sort of thing. I mean, I can't remember the exact subs, people who were on the subs bench last year when they were 3-0 down, but who are you going to turn to to fix it around? Whereas, you know, we've got sort of Will Johnson is a good player to be able to bring in. Tosin Ricketts is a good guy to have on the bench to kind of change things around. And yeah, there's just like more options. It it didn't seem as, oh, well, fuck, we're 3-0 down. And, uh... Yeah, no no answer. Yeah, we we, we got nothing here, did we? Like Jordan yeah. Hamilton, come on mm. in. As well, having to take a second. You leg. mean Montreal Impact killer Jordan Hamilton? Then. True. Mm. That's true. Colin um, Roberts. No, no. But uh, that yeah, will never you, know, you, you can't deny it's. Just, oh well, that that went much better than uh, the the last time they were three 0 down in Montreal. I did mention because um, uh, I was when I was w- with the wife watching the game and down three 0 I kind of she said, "Well, can they bring somebody on?" I said. On that bench, there's surprisingly, but only two real game changers, Johnson and Ricketts. Shavery would have been there as well, wasn't yeah. he? Uh, yeah, but the only Shavery only gets a game if Bradley lets him. Let's be honest. <laughs> like Bradley could be having a howler, and it's still like, nope, you're good. So uh, the fact that they came on, probably I don't know, within minutes of that, go- like the third goal came in, and then the substitution happens, like. I wasn't fully panicked. Like, it wasn't like, it, I didn't feel doom and gloom. It's like, let's get them out there and let's see. And if they start whipping shots and it's just the same shit, different different organization, then yeah, I'll hang my head in shame and go, man, it's going to be a funeral on Wednesday. However, that's not how it turned out. So um, it's weird that we, we have the depth to have a guy on the bench, or in this case, two, and I would I would agree that Sheru also is he has mm-hmm. the potential to be a game changer just just by being inserted into a match. Um, whereas I don't think it, that game in Montreal last year, that was it. Mm-hmm. That was yeah, no, like the bad. the eleven guys that were on the field were the best it was ever going to be. Yeah, and you can like go back to like, the middle of this season when there was a bit of an injury crisis, mm-hmm. like Copa America stuff was going on, and you know it was like that game against San Jose. They're down to nine men, and we're losing. And what we're going to do is like, well, let's throw two Basarendo on to throw in a bunch of crosses from the right wing again and again. 
you know, the things have worked out that we have more players available and yeah we don't have to do that anymore we've got you know Ricketts can is a different thing you can bring to the attack Jonathan's a good midfielder mm-hmm. it's uh, you know a, a better squad has been built yes and I think that has to be one of the trickier things in MLS and you know it's easy enough to design what your starting 11 is going to be you know you can have an aspiration for what you want that to be but to to have the time to get your your all the ducks in a row that you need to have to build depth and to have options different styles of play is something that I don't think we've seen it before with TFC because there's been no no front office slash coaching setup that's been on the same page for long enough to to let something like that happen. I think you are always True. dealing with the previous administration's choices and trying to work with that mm-hmm. evolving. It's sort of been a side that was evolving for eight years yeah. before they finally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, usually it's people. It's all about trying to sort of like get rid of the crap from the old team and then. You know, whereas this year, you know, there was only sort of Cantari, then you know, eventually they got rid of Pakis in mid season as well. And that enabled them to, you know, bring in Cooper and Johnson. But yeah, there wasn't a huge rebuilding needed to be done. It's just yeah, it's they can bring in a few extra people and you tweak it's there tweaks was certain, instead yes. of revolutions, you know. Yes, yeah. which which helps. Well let me ask a question of you guys. Ooh. Oh. Seeing how I've come so prepared. Oh. Interesting. Wow. I'm, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I don't this. know if I either. Mm. What? I'll just ask the question. What if it's on the rundown that you, no. you haven't paid attention to? I'll, I'll right, let him ask the question. We'll pause right. this, discuss what we want to say, and then we'll restart right, like it. What's your question? We are going to sound like geniuses. I know. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Spontaneous <laughs> geniuses as well. Ah, yeah. ah, I uh-huh. should have given go, ahead, go ahead, James. Did What's Benny your question? not set them up properly to start the game? Okay. And... So we have this section called Vanny Tactics, yeah. <laughs> where we talk about this that's in like three questions. I felt like this was a natural place to start discussing it. <laughs> hey. I'm, starting think, I'm starting to think we use the word super a bit too much. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All right. We, we have a new host this week. Yes. Would you like to run down? You can just hear it. You can have my notes. You can, yeah. um, I don't know if he got it wrong. I mean, I think everyone here... You know, like a week or so, and we're going, yeah, you know, stick with the, the 3 5 2, 5 3 2, whatever you want to call it. And I think everyone would have gone along with that. It's been working well. Consistency is good and everything. Um, you know, I feel like, I guess, Montreal kind of obviously had had time. They knew, all right, well, this is probably what they're going to do. Like, this is how we can fuck it up. And I guess, you know, they, the men changed him to be, they sort of moved Bernier into a further forward position. And maybe, you know, the, we weren't quite ready for that, really. And then eventually we kind of adapted. Like I was saying, it's like at the end of the first half. And then you know, it seemed, okay, we've got kind of things under control again. And then things changed again and all that sort of thing. So um, did he, I think he maybe got it wrong for, for what Montreal put out there. But, you know, you don't get to know what the opposition is going to put out there. So, um, you know, I wouldn't second guess that. It didn't work. But, you know, it would be harsh to second guess it. The only thing, yeah, and, and, and this is what I would have for Vanny Tactics, so we'll just talk about that now. Um, and it's what ended up happening. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I hate you all. It's what ended up happening and what we were like, more like halfway through the first half, what we were all talking about and uh, was Johnson in for Cooper. And that, if, if Johnson had started that game, I wouldn't have been upset with that because more defensively minded, a lot of veteran experience, um, more experience playing Montreal. 
So all of those reasons, that wouldn't have bothered me. I wouldn't have started Ricketts. That's not something I would have seen happen. But that would have been the only change that I think would have made would have made sense and I think had such an immediate impact when he came on. So to me, that was the one that maybe I still like the three five two because I thought that there was a better opportunity to try to like stop that counterattack. Apparently not. If no one tracks back to cover, um, and apparently just sort of needed a bit of a tweak to a sort of yeah, point forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Instead of a point back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, I mean, you know, you said we really criticize Vanny, but did you think he he should have like let Dominic Oduro sort of punk him with with that tweet? <laughs> <laughs> Dominic Oduro dared him to do it. I mean, I don't think Greg was very happy about that when he was asked about Dominic Oduro's questions this week. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, he was specifically asked. He was uh, specifically hey, asked about Don. Like before comments. the game, before or after no, the game? No, no, hey. Don. Uh, yesterday on Saturday, he was specifically asked about Don Maduro's comments. <laughs> wow, that's ballsy. Huh? Look, I think it's time to sack Greg Vanny. Now, hear me out. <laughs> How many times has he been bailed out by the magic that is the duo of two Saint Ricketts? And Josie Altidore, affectionately known amongst the TFC community as oh. Altids. Hey. hey. It's too damn many times to count, if last mm -hmm. I checked. Mm -hmm. And Ricketts is a substitute, again, down three goals with that magical chemistry, and they pull two back. I'm sorry. Vanny's had more than ample opportunities to learn from these past oversights. Hashtag Vanny out. There. Mm -hmm. And this brings up an interesting point. I feel like it's often after Ricketts comes in, TFC do a lot better. It would be very interesting to see what is like the score for TFC and all their games with Ricketts on the pitch versus uh, without him. Or is this a chicken and egg situation? I don't know what that means. I'm just saying what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you go back to like the New York game at home. No, no. Bring Ricketts on. Two goals. Hooray. No, ah. but what I mean is, is Ricketts coming on as a sub the reason why he is so successful? And that wouldn't happen if he were to start from the beginning. Quite possibly, yes. Well, James, That's I what guess I we're never going to find out. Yeah, James, if he's ruining it. He's going to start on the bench again, and they're going to have to do this comeback bullshit again, which is uh, great. No, they're not. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great thrill ride. Don't well, get me wrong. Technically, but it's yes, a little, they are going to have to come from behind. We're already three two yeah, down. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, that wasn't what he meant, and you know it. No, that's what, <laughs> that's actually what I meant. Mathematics, <laughs> mathematically speaking, yeah. All right, uh, Zach. We're never gonna, we're never gonna. He's never going to learn. He's never going to learn. All right. Moment of the game. Oh, you, we're done? Wrenched, yeah, so I'm wrenching this podcast back on track. <laughs> I thought yeah. we were moving on to Bishy Blanks now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, hey, everybody. <laughs> Looking at the rundown, that's what comes after Valley Tactics. So, yeah, it just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Get your own podcast. <laughs> Why would I put in all that effort when I can just come and hijack somebody else? <laughs> You're only allowed it's to like, hijack bitchy blanks. It's not like, the whole fucking podcast. No, it's like Tony, but like in a different way. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with when Oduro scored. Uh, because watching in the pub, uh, when he got when he sprung free with the ball and he's just attacking the goal, I'm like, this isn't going to go in. He's going to whip. Oh, fuck. And that's yeah. when it went in. He never scored. He oh, never scored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he's we've seen him do this many times. He yes. scored one or two, but he's also missed twelve mm. or thirteen. 
I did not there's, think there's this two, was the game. There's like a two percent chance this is gonna. Oh, yeah. oh fuck. Oh, okay. And I mean, uh. he's the least likely of all their attackers to score. And if he does it this early, it's probably gonna be bad, and it ended up bad. So that's kind of what it, that ah uh, fuck moment. Mm-hmm. Um, honorable mention, of course, would be the substitution uh, because you could effectively chart the turn of fortunes with the introduction of two players, uh, mm-hmm. as previously discussed. Benny out. Duncan. Um, I, I'm I'm just still gonna go back to pre-game stuff when it's, you know they actually figured out oh shit we've got the lines wrong and now we, we've we've got to use this green spray paint and then wait for the other paint to come and then get a fucking leaf blower to dry the paint I just fucking that, that's the most glorious thing of you know Canadian soccer existence in MLS <laughs> I think so uh, I'm I'm going with that all right that's that's fair enough really. Really? That wasn't part of the game. You're not going to call him out on that. You're worried about James wrestling it from you? Who's wrestling Who's wrestling it from you to get it back on track? That's all I'm saying. I'm going to have to go with the first TFC goal because whenever it's on a 180-minute game, there's sort of a risk that the second leg... They're playing is... 180 minutes now? Holy shit, playoffs are different. I know. There's always a risk that the second game is non-consequential. That it's going to be a dead rubber. And when TFC scored that first goal, it went from a funeral procession into an actual series. It's mm. true. Fair. I went with the third Montreal goal because. Interesting. Second half, you know, okay, got out of the first half, only down 2 0, only. But sort of, you know, had sort of rested a little bit of control back. Second half started, sort of felt like, okay, all right. Second half's our time. And then no. It just it was just it was just that moment where, you know, we were wrong, but it really sort of felt like all hope is lost. This is it. This is where it all completely reverts back to last year and every other year before it. And there was a there was a palpable sense of we've been here before. Yeah, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what like sort of yeah. weighed. So to have that have that turned around after, you know, with the with the TFC goals. But right in that moment, it was sort of like nine years of history yeah. sort of weighing Especially down on your it's shoulders. Such a fucking shit show of a goal. Oh, it was terrible. Like, goal. All right, so I'm always freaking a young girl. Really? Yeah. All right, so you know, can just yeah, keep running, keep running. No one's gonna challenge you. No one's gonna challenge you. There's no one there. It's all good. Let's look around. Who can I pass to? Who can I pass to? Well, there's nobody here. Might as well shoot myself. Oh, hey, I scored. It's like, really? How does he have that much time? Yeah. Where is the the your dominant midfield general in front of the, the defense making sure that this sort of shit doesn't happen? I, Where are you going with this, Duncan? I yeah. don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure who I'm... I'm not sure why, out. but all of your yeah. rants seem to end in some Michael Bradley hatred. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man of the match. <laughs> Clearly not Michael Bradley. No. I'll go first for this one. Go on. Michael Bradley? Patrice Bernier. Uh, boo. Did I agree that you could do a Montreal player? No, you didn't. I was pretty sure I did oh, not. Oh, now you've got the reins. <laughs> <laughs> You're I have not to, helping. Now I have to defend this because mine's Piatti. Go on. No, no it is not. It is Piatti. He was amazing. Go what? on. No. No. In the match. Go on. No. We're just calling it objectively as we saw. No, you're not. As, 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 as media. Mm. <laughs> TFC player. TFC player of the match? 
Yes. There really wasn't any. They, they weren't that good. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I mean, like, there was nobody that stood out in that game as... Normally, you'd look at Clint Irwin. Mm, he was yeah, helpless on the first two, but that third one was... I'm not going to say it's his fault, but it wasn't great. Largely his fault. Back line, every single one of them didn't look great at certain moments. Midfield sort of got overrun. Forwards mm. were lifeless for yeah. the first hour and a and a bit didn't yeah. see didn't see much of uh, Altidore and Javinko yeah. shot and I, tried to shoot the the yeah. roof off. There's I mean, something not right about giving a sub man of the match when like they were. That's mine is mine's a sub. Yeah, I'm just saying there's something not right about it. You can choose whoever you want well, for your man. Of the I'm match. absolutely going to, and mm. I can be whatever I want it to be. So. So I went with Patrice Bernier because I felt like he was the most influential player. That is on an the excellent pitch. choice, James. What's Thank your you. what's your choice, Mark? I'm intrigued. Just it's, do it. It's it's still Nacho Piatti. I mean, why? He's because Ricketts only played like 25 minutes, which were super influential. But Piatti was amazing. Well, he really was. He's mm. played better games. He has, but he was still amazing. Balls. Um, do you have I'm, a TFC player? I, I'm going to go with uh, Tosent Ricketts. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I, it, it, he is the best TFC I mean, player. A lot of yeah. TFC players kind of played quite well after like, the substitutions and everything. It's like all of a sudden, it's like Altidore really popped up and yeah. popped into life in the last like half an hour or so. He was kind of throwing his body around all over the place. Like, oh, all right, that was yeah. good. But what the fuck were you doing for the first hour? And you could say that for many of them. Um, so instead, you know, you go with one of the ones who was only on after the subs. So, uh, you know, Will Johnson, good game. But Ricketts, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was uh, very involved with both goals. Yeah. Changed uh, the dimensions Forced the of defense things up to front do a lot and, of different uh, things. Monkey wrenched the shit speed, out of Montreal's like, entire. So, uh, and I'm just saying. Had nothing to do with the time when they were shit. So, Ricketts. Agreed. It's true. I'm just saying if all four of us picked the same person for man of the match. It's a klaxon. It's, it's, it's a called a consensus klaxon. It can happen. It, Look, it, it, it does happen. I have, it I have happen that often. opposition many times, and, and I've gotten in shit for it many times. Did he not just get in shit for it? I know, but I'm telling him the history of that in case Jesus he didn't Christ. know that. He does listen to us occasionally. Yeah, sit occasionally. So I just want to make sure. But I have feet. you back. Is what I'm saying. I have you back, James. Go to the match. That's when you can pick anybody. <laughs> no, uh, you can't. Yes, you can, because I'm going with the linesman. Jesus. I mean, the, Christ. I mean the, the person playoffs. who paints the lines. Things are different in the playoffs. This is in your podcast. The person who paints the lines. If any of the other, the rest of you want to host Lazy this podcast, line painter James. then you yeah, can the change the fucking about? rules. But until you are hosting the podcast, you can't just willy-nilly change my rules. Duncan, who's your go of the match? Um, I do kind of agree with the whole lazy line painter thing, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, Armando Cooper. I Thank mean, you. again, as, kind of, I. as I mentioned like, earlier, yeah, there was a lot of good things after the subs. Not much good things before the subs, so let's pick one of the subs. Cooper, meh, he did fuck all. Well, if it's, I had it's to, yeah, not that he did, did fuck did, all. He did a lot of conquer coffee nonsense. Well, and yes, there was a did. lot of. That was annoying. I have the ball. I have the ball. Oh look! Oh wait! I have the ball! I have the ball! I'm gonna do a little, yeah. little footy move here. Oh, I'm gonna try and get around you here. Uh, there's people waiting. I could pass the ball to, and I'm not going to do I'm that. I'm gonna push back on this a little bit because you've been giving me such a hard time. Oh yeah, yeah. bring it. I, like I don't. James, by the way, <laughs> so do I. I think the reason that Cooper didn't have the influence in that match that we've seen him have in every other performance that he's had is because the referee. <laughs> 
There's a, there's a button. There's a button. You might you might want to turn and face Duncan mm. instead of me. You might want to push back. In several of the he's, other matches that he's played. Yeah, yeah, he's he has had several. Good was games, that the referee yes. was not calling fouls in that match? For the most part, the referee was letting play happen. Cooper got fouled out on the touchline. I think it was Simon who came in with the Thunders. Yeah. That should have been a yellow card. That should have been at least a yellow. Agreed. If that is the standard for a foul and not for a yellow card, then a guy who lives off of off of playing physically and getting getting hit and winning fouls and turning off of that pressure, if the guys can slam into him that little bit harder, then his game is is less useful. See, I'm, for me, I'm not even talking about any of those parts. I'm referring to the parts where he is trying to be a skilled player and he's fucking around with the ball instead of passing the ball. And I watched him do that so many times. Down into the corner, down into the corner, coming into the box, trying to step over here, little move here. And he kept trying to attack at the defender instead of passing back to somebody or passing further out to somebody or just crossing the goddamn ball in. That is what I'm talking about. Not the times when he's being muscled off the ball and the ref's not calling fouls or anything. That's what I'm talking about. He's not exactly a winger, but you can't trust the tricky winger. Exactly. Mm. I've heard that. Mm. Yeah, I would, I would choose Cooper mostly because as ineffective as everybody was, when I saw somebody doing something what I would consider dumb, his name came up the most. <laughs> you know, there's there's like being mute and then there's being a negative, like or being neutral and then being negative. And he was the most mm. negative of of the starting eleven. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you know, I definitely noticed a few sort of negative things from Michael Bradley, for example. Which, yes, you know, usually I don't. No, I, I know you're <laughs> really you're, you're such diet. a booster. He yeah, he doesn't bring usually, it up at yeah, all. Yeah. yeah, he usually just lets that um, slide. Cause but you know that there were some good things as well. And you know, obviously, uh, you know, he's got a goal. That's very nice. Well done. <laughs> so uh, I wouldn't go with him. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. James. Since you're putting me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> all right. What was your real go by bringing you on the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Days you're in asking advance. me to have opinions and whatnot. <laughs> five hundred um, words or less. Five hundred words. I don't know. Do you have, do you have limits? Don't answer that. <laughs> I was Safe pretty disappointed words. in the performance we got from Sebastian Jovinko on the night. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't I, disagree I with that. I feel like mm-hmm. he not only let the situation get in his head, like turf delay, being in Montreal, a place that he really didn't enjoy playing in last year. Right. But he also, you knew that the first chance Montreal's backline was going to get, they were going to thunder into him from behind. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Cabrera did it inside the second minute, and Seba, Seba looked distracted yeah. for the whole rest of the match. Yeah, there's often like frustrated, arm-wavy Seba. That, that was two minutes in, he started with that. Like, yeah. Oh. No, I wouldn't disagree with that. And, yeah. and I had I had that I had him originally and I was trying to sort of I don't know, cut him some kind of slack, I'm not sure why, but no, I think that's fair. You have to if you're gonna be that player and make you know oh, well I mean it's a team sport and everyone has to do the thing and not everyone's gonna be on every single game. No. But I think he I think if he looked in the mirror he'd be disappointed at how that match played out. Mm. And there's a couple of like one like real chance that he had and oh you just got that completely wrong and like yeah. one of his free kicks as well like, oh that just went horribly wrong yeah. his free off. kicks are usually yeah. sort of predictable but he generally makes good contact and yeah you think, they're oh, in the vicinity yes. of where they're supposed he, to go as see, opposed to i can see what he's trying to do and he's pretty much kicked it that way but it's, yeah there's, there's a couple of times which you very rarely see from him he just oh that went awfully wrong yeah and maybe, like where maybe it's turf related who knows we're but. used to him being 
I don't want to use the word selfish because that's not the right word, but we're used to him him taking chances that present themselves yeah. as opposed to looking for the past. But, but that miss that Duncan referred to was just woeful. Yeah. It was woeful. All right, so in the rundown, I have, uh, I just I just put Drogba, and I didn't put an explanation. So, and, and the reason was... I thought it was words association. <laughs> I was ready. Drogba, Legend. diva. Yep, I flop. Yes. Let's see, what, what, were, what were the words that were I chose the words without you knowing? Put? Let's see, petulant, classy, douche, lethal, slow, paradox. There we go. Tragically injured. Oh, yeah. no, he isn't. Oh, <laughs> tragically injured again. Oh, no! Footy hypochondriac. Ooh, um, that's a good one. Mm. There you go. It, so after the game, they and again this is this is it's, you know his his season with Montreal this year has been fraught with ridiculousness, right? Like he, he clearly didn't want to be put here. Put it on the sort of Jermaine Defoe level of. I put it above mm. Jermaine Defoe level. He was clearly not wanting to come back. I don't know what they promised him um, to make him come back, but they did something. So. It was a it was a weird season, and and he should have left at the end of last year, and just you know called it a time, you know called it quits on MLS, but he came back, had a whatever bizarre season. So on Tuesday's game after the game, they had a little ceremony for Drogba with the stadium less than half full, because people were just getting the fuck out of there. So shows maybe a little. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Lack of connection to Drogba from the fans that were there. Um, to say goodbye to him for that was his last game that he will play in Montreal, assuming he will play this Wednesday. Um, but it was it was just a weird. Those those ceremonies are always weird to begin with. But that's the kind of thing to me. If you're going to do it, do it at the beginning of. Yeah, but you throw if, off the preparation. I don't yes. know. But I mean, if he's retired or he's not playing in the weird. game, then absolutely pre-game, whatever. But you know, you, you can't be messing with his pre-game or halftime prep for the sake of a whatever. You know, pretty much. It was just an odd thing, it, and it really. seemed. And the response in the stadium also seemed very tepid, even from the 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 supporters, James. I think there was plenty of time to move that ceremony pre-game. <laughs> Just given the circumstances of how things played out. That's true. <laughs> All right, well, we got this half an hour to go. Uh, <laughs> do it again. Uh, did can, can, we, uh, can we do the Drogba video now? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, let's good. go. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. I actually sort of wonder if they shoehorned him onto that pitch in that game because it was Oh, I think so. I, he, I, he was... Having done my thorough research, I haven't quite looked at whether both TFC scores goals were scored after he came on but I mean the game definitely changed around the time that he entered the yeah I mean I, I feel he's he doesn't work as well for Montreal's sort of counter-attacky kind of game he's more a, you know, kind of win the ball sort of hold it up and a sort of slow possession kind of guy but uh, yeah I mean I feel I don't know I mean you obviously I don't know if you've watched the TV or all but I mean when he like came on just he was like standing there waiting corn he's looked like he's kind of like looking around and Got the impression it's like he's looking like, oh yeah, this is this is a big game. I'm up for this. So uh, I feel like you know he was. And there were a couple of very drogba moments where he shirked. Mm-hmm. Was it Eric Savaleta in the box and made that space for a shot and sent it just wide? Mm-hmm. All right, so Drogba came on in the 72nd minute. I think it was three-one at that point, and then we made it three-two just after. Yeah. So. You know it's. But yeah, it was. It wasn't. He had that one kick. He had that one shot that was like, oh, oh, oh. 
maybe maybe that is you know killer Drogba again but it was just odd so just general you know you had your word association and word association is not bad just for his like time here like it's so bizarre uh, you know we've all watched him for years and it's often laying on the ground yes yeah. especially here <laughs> yeah. Although no, and afar, that's true. That's sort of one of his things. But you know, even if you're not a, you know, not a Chelsea fan or however the many other teams he's played for, but it's just weird. Sort of hope for more from him. Hope for more of what he did last I season it, for his whole time. I think if he had not returned this year, the impression that you would have had of him would have been way better than it currently. Agreed. Absolutely, hundred percent. Go out on a on a sort of a perceived high note. He came in. Proved he could still produce at his age. Get the hell out. Well, we don't know the whole story about what exactly happened. Sure. That saw him stay here. I got the impression that he distinctly wanted to leave. And there was some sort well, of contractual Well, when you're obligation. training in the Middle East, when your rest of your team is training somewhere else, it sort of indicates. What are you trying to say? <laughs> he was trying to get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. It was enjoyable, though, just to see, you know, eh, you know they're kind of struggling, and then they, they stop playing drug. Oh, they're, they're quite good again now. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, you're back with us. Yeah, you're going to be on the bench. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. But, you know, overall, it certainly wasn't a disaster. He's ran over here. I mean, he was, like, very good last season. You know, mm-hmm. like this season, you know, he's got a few goals. He did some things. So, you know, he's no, it wasn't a, like Stephen Gerrard. In the long history sort of, of MLS designated players. Yeah. He, yeah, in the long history of that, he was quite good, generally. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was quite amused at the idea that, now, this has probably happened elsewhere, but as far as, as far as, uh, like, I guess, celebrity, popularity, notoriety, uh, having anybody have the balls to bench a designated player is phenomenal. Like, because I could see the marketing machine people be like, no, he's got to play, he's got to play, against common sense that he's out of form, he's playing like crap, he's being a bit of a dick, whatever your reasons are. You know, being able to properly punish a guy for things that we don't know about, assuming it's punishment. Sure. But to be able to have the audacity to bench, quote-unquote, football legend Didier Drogba at the expense of somebody who actually had a pretty good season, too, mm-hmm. I thought that was amazing. Like, just, I was I was hoping that somebody was going to, at, at some time, do that. I was surprised that it was Didier Drogba, and it was this, it was done so quickly and so frequently. So mm-hmm. not to say that he doesn't deserve to be benched because I don't particularly care for the guy. Can't deny his results, but I don't particularly care for him. Um, yeah, so it was, uh, it was it was a good bit of drama that somehow didn't mm. involve Toronto. It was great. Yeah. Um, I guess two more things just to round this out would be, um, you know, I sort of wonder if we're not the right people to be having this conversation, seeing how we're in Toronto and... We're always the right people, James. We're a podcast, James. That's what we do. It's part of our job, I mean, James. Perhaps, perhaps yeah. the perspective that we can bring to this question is not the right one. Like, Montreal is a big cosmopolitan city. It's a francophone city. I don't know if there's another soccer player in the world who could have created this sort of nexus point for all of the various communities that exist in Montreal to draw attention to the impact. Uh, hmm? 
Yeah, True. I mean, you go back to when he started last year. It was a big, yeah, I don't, huge sort of well, thing I mean, at the like, time. I thought it was a up. brilliant signing. Don't the, get designated, me wrong. the designated player program, as much as it's supposed to help you on the pitch, it's also supposed to bring eyes of the city towards the team. And like there are mm-hmm. some of them where there are, they are spectacular failures, and there are some where it tends to work out. Like look at look at when Chicago bought in Blanco, right? Chicago has a large Latin community. They were hoping that by bringing in a player that would be a name to that diaspora that it would draw attention to. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if if because we're from Toronto and this doesn't necessarily speak to us, if we we don't see perhaps what what DDA might have brought to Montreal. And then the second half of that point is maybe we won't see that for a couple of years because maybe what he's done is he's made the impact a team in the mind of so many more people than would have been attending your average MLS game that it's something that you know we're going to see more I guess it depends on how many of those people that sort of came along oh shit Drogba's here yeah I'll get tickets let's go along how many of them actually become fans after he leaves or stay yeah, fans after he leaves I mean that's always the risk with designated players are people are people name shopping or do they do they pitch up a tent and decide to stay a fan of the team like, I, I, don't, I don't deny the fact that that's I mean that's I would say the large, largely the reason why you go out and get a designated player. You're not just getting the talent. You're going to get what else can you? What, well, it's like, definitely the, something you, you should you should consider. In, Absolutely. In your I mean, I partial. I I tend to believe that um, that Jermaine Defoe was was part of that too. Uh, it was a name that would be recognizable. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think you could make the argument that Michael Bradley or Josie Altador was supposed to speak to the American diaspora in yeah, Toronto. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, All like, four of those guys were thrilled. But There's lots of American expats here. I know. I know. And, I, and I mean that quite seriously. Like, I, I... You think that they went out to get Michael Bradley God and Josie? Draft dodging. <laughs> yes. No, not for that. <laughs> <laughs> My dad didn't drag the, dodge the draft. Um, but, yeah, like, 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 like I accept... You know the moves that that you make. I would I would make uh, uh, strong arguments that uh, uh, Torsten Frings was was also one of those guys too. That's like for a the much prized pl- German community. No, but a guy <laughs> a guy who played in the World Cup, a guy with international credibility who's got a resume that's very impressive. But I mean I realize the cultural impact isn't as strong with say Torsten Frings, and I definitely not with Jermaine Defoe as it turned out, because he didn't want to be here. But well, Drogba, yeah, he he probably had more of a significant impact on the team and the city itself than any other designated player in the league. You also have to look at these moves sort of as um, it's building a network in a certain sense. So like when Marco DeVaio comes and DeVaio does really well, a couple mm-hmm. of years later, Montreal gets Man Kosu because he happened to talk to him. And they. So when you bring guys in like Drogba, when you bring a guy in like Bastian Schweinsteiger, as Chicago is rumored to <coughs> When you have a guy like Robbie Keane or you have Steven Gerrard, even if their little stints aren't as successful as they may have liked it to be, word gets around to players that, that you know, this is some place that treats you well or doesn't treat you well or, or what have you. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think the Drogba thing, if it is over... Do you get the impression Drogba is going to be going out to the, the footballing community and his fellow players and saying, yeah, Montreal's the place to go? I don't feel like this year in particular really ended all that well for him. And I don't think anyone. I think I think they would all look at him and be like, "Really, Didier? Really?" Like, I always wonder in these situations. It's French, be Vraiment. <laughs> Vraiment, Didier. I always wonder how much how much information about what happened we actually have. You no, know what yeah, I mean? We, we very much work off of innuendo and stuff sure. like that. And 
You know, I was listening to an interview with Evan Bush when I was on my way over here, and it didn't seem to affect the team the same way that everyone else seemed to look at it as a huge slap in the face. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, navel-gazing the way that we are, of course it looks terrible, but if it if it was a misunderstanding, if it was a miscommunication, if it was a, I think I need to be informed of this more than 15 minutes before the game, then maybe it's not the shitstorm we all think it is. You know? if, if he looks on Twitter an hour before the game, he'll find <laughs> out. Just, just the tip, did he? Oh, His assistant point. was good off that point. day, I believe. Yeah. Perhaps, okay. perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, though, at least to the point of the... So we've, we've now spent like 10 minutes talking about Didier Drogba. I'm just putting that out there. Well, you only put Didier and question mark. Mm -hmm. yeah, you left that pretty open. Yeah. 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 So, Do you really so want to like, control the really show? You need to narrow the scope of things. Yeah. This is true. I, I'm pretty sure I asked a question, then you all ran away with it. But anyway, Mark, continue. As Then maybe this will be the final point? No, probably not. But anyway... <laughs> um, if if your star like if if even subconsciously you you rely heavily on your star player and the star player goes absent for whatever reason injury falling out front office problems personal problems whatever and you start failing on the pitch then it can be like a heavy heavy thing but they were succeeding without him it's easy for that to be less of an influence to go well we actually. You can go from, we don't need him, to, did we ever really need him? Like, it's a confidence booster as well. It's like, mm -hmm. we're not we're not, we're not, not mediocre without him. We're actually very, we're very capable. So, to me, like, that, that effect obviously wouldn't have had, wouldn't have resonated too much because they were actually winning games and winning important yeah, games. Yeah, no, that that's fair. If they hadn't made the playoffs or something like that, then maybe this blows up into something crazy. But yeah. but as far as the other points, I mean, yeah, they're all excellent points. And, yeah, we don't know. We're, you know, conjecture based on what we can glean and figure out. But uh, we thrive on what we don't know. Yeah. Stop letting it's, him, like, lend a, seriousness and logic to this podcast. This show will be mine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I that I, will never happen yes. because you can never find the time. I do not have the attention span. No. I just look forward to uh, you know, sort of TFC winning. Drobber comes on in like the seventy fifth minute or something and scores a, a late goal. Then scores a goal in MLS Cup final. Drogba legend leaving. Yes, that's true. Mm. That would be the that storybook anyway. Mm. Oh, turned out better than the Frank Lampard ending, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nah. All right, moving on. Hooray! Good ending. Yeah. Right, Good right. bookend, Mark. Is, it, is this Vanny Tactics now? <laughs> <laughs> such an asshole. I did have more to say on that. No! <laughs> no! Write an article about it. It's big knots on my pot, knots on my pot, knots on my pot. It's fresh kicks when I'm wild kicks, when I'm wild kicks, when I'm wild kicks. It's all truth, what I'm talking, truth, what I'm talking, what I'm talking. We hit the spot in this pop, spot in this pop. Yeah, I'm straight off of that plane. Studios I bang. Jeez, like I'm kicking that. All right, next up on the show, be the reason, one of the reasons we got together today uh, was to watch the Grey Cup. Yay! Yes. Which is why Mark is in his Oski very fashion Tiger Cat. Hamilton's jersey. not in it. Yay! Oh, I mean, boo. Fuck. <laughs> that didn't work out very well. No, that, no, that, no. That backfired. The joke too. <laughs> Jesus. Hashtag Mark hits Hamilton. <laughs> oh, that's why he moved to Burlington. Oh, how dare you two? Yes. Everyone in Burlington hates Hamilton. Hamilton. <gasps> yeah, I, that, that's it's a, a known, known fact. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people from Burlington. 
They're not fond of Hamilton. Well, you should hear what we say about them. <laughs> well then. Go on. However, we did get together to watch the second leg of the Western Conference Finals so that there was a general idea as to who TFC might face well, should they the win. The general idea? We have a 100% definite place. idea. Well, we know who they're going to face, but now we don't know, well, if they won, we know who they're going to face. Yeah, we, we know who either Toronto or Montreal is going to yes. face. We don't know where the game's going to be general. yet. But we um, didn't before we watched the game. Exactly. That's yeah. why we got together. Yeah. So a quick... This week on the Semantics Podcast. This podcast has gone horribly awry. I'm so sorry, listeners. So many sub-podcasts We're usually so disciplined. I know. I know. Just on point, straightforward. I might start blaming the gin. I don't know. Anyway, leg one of the Seattle game, which was last week on Tuesday, same day that Toronto played Montreal... Seattle wins. Huzzah! And the only reason we say huzzah is because we don't want to go out west. We don't want to go to Colorado. I'd love to go to Colorado. Colorado. I don't like going out west. I don't want to go to Colorado. (laughs) I don't have to make the decision, do I want to spend $1,000 to go to Colorado, or do I want to just abandon this whole sunk cost of nine years of supporting TFC and everything and abandon them when they actually made a final. economics podcast? Yes. Slightly. I just didn't want to have to cancel Christmas so but late. Yeah, no, I don't have to make that decision. Yeah, yeah. No. Thank you, Seattle. If TFC's in the game, I know that I'm going. And hopefully I'm not going to have to spend too much on a ticket. Exactly. You yeah, fucks. All right, so Seattle won. Uh, the rumors that Jordan Morris and Gashi were injured were unfounded because both of them played, although Jordan Morris is apparently still a little bit injured. And then the only question I sort of had before today's game, day of recording, uh is whether or not Seattle did enough going into the second leg. You know, 2-1, that's not the best win, but it's not worse, you know? It's only one away goal to overcome. It's not that big a deal, you hope. So, leg two, which was over, oh God, several hours ago now. Um, The entire league, except for, of course, Rapids fans, let out a sigh of relief as Seattle won the game, which means no one has to go to Colorado. Sure. For the game. That is what I meant. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to go to Commerce City. Um, So it means TFC or the Impact will be facing sounding enthusiasts and that the MLS Cup final will be in Toronto if TFC wins on Wednesday or Seattle if the Impact win. Mm -hmm. We've all discussed it was a pretty boring game. Colorado, never for, for a game in which... You have to score goals. They just never really, really seemed like that. They had a lot of shots. Yeah, very few of them on target. No, if you're a team that sort of gets by by scoring one or two goals every other match, when you sort of need goals, it's they're hard to come by. Apparently, a habit that's mm-hmm. not encouraging. And that was, you know, that was the tale of the day for them. It was Jermaine Jones did not have his occasion you know he sometimes he has a very focused game and he's got a lot kind of a spark going you didn't really see that from him although sort Sam of Cronin nothing yeah really Sam Cronin was invisible <laughs> in this game yeah. like it was Lazy. a bit much it was really as if he wasn't on the pitch yeah. it really was it was yeah. a bit sad um Jermaine Jones speaking of had no 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 we've talked about the tweet he put out oh um this just in this just in yes uh, so yeah, like 15 minutes ago, it really, you know what? I never really appreciated how handy it is that you are all over the entire internet. Yeah. 
I, I really take that for granted. Mm. Thank you. You're very welcome. Jermaine Jones, now it's time to enjoy family and in a couple weeks getting back to work. We will see you where? Free agent, baby. All caps. <laughs> I was like, wow. <laughs> you know, wow. Like, like, not even taking time to mourn. Wow. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Like, I know, like, I know he's a that, bit of a dick. That's, and that's people, the most excited. That's, that's legit. That is, Jermaine, like Jermaine Jones, that is, like, yes, that's his wow. account. Checkmarked everything. <laughs> you know, 400,000 uh, followers. That's him. Yeah. I know preseason is only a couple weeks away. So you got <laughs> to get your feelers out there, you know. But it just, it did seem to be. You know, maybe maybe wait for that tweet right. tomorrow. Yeah, Screw you, Colorado. Tomorrow. I am out of here. Mike you know, thanks for, thanks for signing me. Thanks for getting me out of fucking exile. You know, like all of those things. He wouldn't be playing probably, possibly, this season without the Rapids. He would have found somewhere to play. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not somewhere that was anywhere near that interesting. Although it's Colorado kind of boring, but you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, I was just like, That's... oh boy, okay then. Just back away slowly. Good luck, Jermaine. It's pretty legendary. <laughs> it's pretty ballsy too. Yeah. So it's Atlanta, amazing. Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see what, see what. Uh, Chicago. Adrian, he thinks. Chicago again. wanted Jermaine Jones way back when, didn't they? They, they can maybe oh, go for him again. Oh, yeah. They like. Yeah. Anyway, so back to the game. Um, I remember that. I know. Yeah. Anyways, it wasn't really, yeah, it wasn't a very exciting game. Um, chances were lost on both sides, but Seattle clearly had the greater focus and certainly played, I thought, the better game out of the two. Mm. Jordan Morris, the, legend was, rookie. His, this was his flu game. He's, exactly. He's, he's the American Michael Jordan. He is. I love that line. <laughs> he collapsed on the touchline after the game. I don't know if you saw Willie and put a towel over his head, a la oh. Michael Jordan in homage. So yeah. it was touching, really. Uh-huh. Um, got the goal and spent half the game on the pitch because he was either injured or sick, flu symptoms, hey, mm-hmm. all the sure. time. And yeah, it was just, it was sort of a lackluster second leg, I guess. I was expecting a bit of a higher energy game, personally. Yeah, but Colorado. Yeah, they're not exactly. They, it, it has served them very well. Yep. They have got this far. Mm. Well done. You know, you can only adapt your tactics to the team that you have. So, <laughs> you know, no complaints, whatever. But, yeah, if you're looking for excitement, you don't get Colorado. No. Anyway, well done, Rapids. As a, as a precky admirer, you know, I, I should be getting behind this. You, you really know, should, kind, Doug. Kind Where's the love? Defensive no, the, solidity. Mm. You know, well done. Lost yeah. in the knockout today was sort of how remarkable the turnaround from last year to this year has been for them. Yes, they had. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, for sure. I would not have seen that coming. Well, I think that was sort of it all. the whole season. Like, we, we, we joke about this, but it's kind of true. Like, Mark, Mark was saying, you're still sort of waiting. Like, yeah. like really? Colorado? Colorado's yeah. top of the league? What? There, there was? Is it, yeah. is it still a small sample size? Yeah, like, I, like how many? Yeah. What? Okay, we're only 30 games into the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's still yeah, early. It's still this early, yeah. This, 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 all, yeah. This, all, this all change. Yeah. Wait, what? So it was it was, it was, was very yeah. odd. And good, then... Good season, Rapids. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well done. Sorry. A hearty... Yes. Well done. And then the turnaround by Seattle from mm. their incredibly bad start to the season um, to this. Who knew that getting rid of 
a giant dead weight and a smaller douchier one <laughs> would uh, yes. have such a difference <laughs> in their season. Good point. Yes. And now over to Siggy Schmidt for a comment. No? Come on, James. Siggy doesn't want to say Do anything. It, okay. Why are you shy now? Uh, no comment. <laughs> no, no, no! You have to say that through the yeah, chips. Yeah, you gotta put the food just, in just, your just, face. Just, 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 no and say comment. no comment. That's all you have to do. Just chew, make some noise, and then just m- mumble out no comment. And you're good. You don't even have to say the words properly. Yeah, you just can be no comment. Yeah, we we'll figure it out. We'll intuit it. Um, but yeah, you know, in a remarkable turnaround really from Seattle. You can't uh, deny that. I guess uh, Lode, you are always good. I mean, talking about what you want from a designated player. Yeah. So, hmm, you know, I don't think he's really got the big sort of marketing. No, he doesn't have the cachet, but, but uh, he was pretty freaking good. Yeah. No, he was, and he was fun to watch too, quite frankly. He's kind of quiet today, but on the whole, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I liked if, if I happened to be for some reason watching a Sounders game, which didn't happen that often, usually depend on their opponent. I quite liked watching him. He's, he's, he's just he's enjoyable to watch he's enjoyable to see what he does and how he sees the pitch so yeah. um, I Plus guess I mean, you know, obviously but they have the American Jordan Morris yes so I, uh, it's yeah. true that's a good point he came into his own after a sort of rough slowish start and yeah that was a big part to their seconds half of the season and also no Clint Dempsey <laughs> it's the best thing ever yes it I, actually makes like cheering for Seattle almost palatable Mm. Good. Congratulations, Stephen Fry. Good job, Hercules. Mm. Mm-hmm. True. There we go. That's my Seattle love. Joven Jones, the TFC trainee. It's true. Good point. Trialist. Trialist. Trainee. Well, trialist. once you're a trialist, clearly you're, mm. you're part of the 250 players that have played for yes. TFC. <laughs> As well. One of yes. the select few. Yes, exactly. Yes. It's an elite He's club. Literally a the few. The proud <laughs> TFC rejects. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, Seattle into the MLS f- Cup final. So mm. congratulations wow. on your first appearance there, and you will be meeting the Canadian team. The Canadian team. Ah, first appearance well for played. a Canadian team in the final. Um, we're sorry, American television people, but we're not really. No, screw your ratings. Suck it. You weren't gonna get good ones anyway. Um. <laughs> It's true they weren't. It's true. It, ooh, you know. It's, Actually, we yeah. we got a better chance of spiking the ratings because of two of them on the on, on Toronto. Mm. That's true. We have starting yes. player. Yes, that's yeah. true. We have two big yes. profile. They, they won't get like the ooh, they have fifty thousand people from Columbus might have tuned in if Columbus had made it. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll miss out on that that bump. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you know, yeah. that's true. That's it brings the numbers the up. Columbus to bump. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it's well known in the media, in yes, television. Yes. You know the television media if you were in television. Yeah. James, uh, but yeah, it's 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 very it's very lucrative bump to get as far as uh, setting your media rates for the following season. <laughs> All right, congratulations, Seattle. Yes, yeah, there you go. I can't bring myself to say that. Well done. It means we don't have to go to Colorado, so therefore, congratulations, congratulations Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> yep, you're my favorite team in the West that's left. Thank you, Seattle. <laughs>
everybody, it's Betchy Blanks! I 100% money back guarantee that the winner of the Eastern Conference Final G- will be... Damn it, James. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, our favorite hashtag game, and we hope yours as well. Last week's Bitchy Blank was the Canadian Premier League's next hire will be blank. Gentlemen, before we get to this week's winner, what do you have for this blank? Uh, the next hire will be a hypocrisy management therapist Ooh. for uh, all you people in Toronto or wherever it might be who are so outraged at the idea that the CFL team will be coming in to share a stadium with a soccer team and are now going to be, yeah, yeah, this is good. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, soccer in the CFL stadiums. I like that. Yeah, we'll do it. You know, if, if you need a little help working around that whole thing in your head, you know, they're, they're going to have a guy for that. <laughs> the next hire by the CPL will be Jason DeVos as Vice President of Big Boy Pants. <laughs> Somebody's got to keep people in check, make sure they're on. Uh-huh. Mind you, that guy gets hired for everything, it seems like, in Canadian soccer. Why not make one up for him? Sure. Uh, Stephen Hart, because I hear he's free now. <laughs> Is he? Did he get fired by... Did he not get them to the hex? He did, but they still fired him. Well, I I completely missed this. Yeah. Wow. The, we, the, the Trini's fired... Steve, yeah. Why? It, 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 it's like a... Where were they? Not, not a Denny's, but a... They were at some restaurant. They had There was a, there was a meeting, because they lost their last... Yeah, no, they fired him. Well, that's harsh. They fired him over breakfast? That's terrible. Poor Stephen Hart. Anyway, but he's gonna he's gonna come to the sure game okay game. yeah wow huh. wow you get to, you get to the hex they'll probably name something after you yeah. <laughs> here it's like geez. a soup or something maybe yeah, yeah why not the Stephen Hart commemorative Canadian Premier League yeah I, ooh yeah. there we go but you, you you blew it the, the trophy needs a name so why not yeah there you go the yeah. Stephen Hart Hart Trophy <laughs> <laughs> uh, however. This week's winner is Mike McGuire at McGuire underscore Mike on the Twitters. The Canadian Premier League's next hire will be Barry McLean and Mo Johnson as league's head scouts. What could go wrong? <laughs> Sounds perfect. Uh, Excellent. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of new, bunch of newfies in somebody's basement probably this time around. Yukonites? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Yukoners? What do we call them? Uh. Yukonubas? Yuconiums? Yuconians? And your, your contracts where <laughs> you get like 20 bucks a week. In. Trust me, it makes total sense. Yeah. Barry said so. Yeah, just 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 sign just sign on the dotted line. Just sign the line. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, ignore that bit where it says like, like 10,000 of that goes to me. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's just boilerplate. It's yeah. fine. All right, this week's bitchy blank is to celebrate winning the Eastern Conference final... TFC put blank in the locker room. Wow. Bold. Indeed. We are ever hopeful. The possibilities yeah. are endless. Mm. Indeed. So that is this week's Bishy Blank. Mm. Mitsu. <sighs> <laughs> I, like how he's, I like how he's getting that in there early. No one else can have this answer but me. I'm going to win all yeah. the games. Yeah. 
As always, please. And presumably, do. There's, there's like showers and stuff in the dressing room. There, I mean, if we've, we've all seen the Dimoir video, I'm sure. Many, many times, <laughs> recently. Uh-huh. I didn't even know it had. I didn't even know it had lyrics. <laughs> Or volume, or, vo- or music. <laughs> it's just asylum. I just have Wait, it's a music video. Yeah, <laughs> I know. That thing's got so much artistic levels and depth, and oh, so good. As always, please do send us your answers to us on the Twitters at Vocal Minority CA or to any of our individual Twitter accounts as you see fit or in the comments underneath the episode when we post it online. Please often as you like, but get us those answers by five o'clock on Monday. Yes, this time I actually do mean Monday. We're going to be recording Monday. We're going to be recording week? Monday next week. Excellent. Uh, thank you very much. I'm not sure I'll be available on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! We'll work around it. Yeah. Whatever well, shall we do? Just as just as long as you're, you know, it's your show now. I think we've established it's your show. I'll send over a rundown that you guys Thanks, can rigorously good. follow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> really appreciate that. Uh, and come prepared for, like as prepared as you are. Well, like, we'll have be several amazing. interjections of many tactics, and yeah. then it'll be perfect. <laughs> Yeah, list your top seven reasons as the ineffectiveness of Armando Cooper. <laughs> Duncan, go ahead. You have 20 minutes. And, and don't forget this classic TDA Drogba. Yeah. There was a question mark. I don't even think it has DDA, actually. It's just a Drogba. It's just a Drogba. Man. One word, colon. She All right. Runs, she runs a tight shin. That's what really it is. Do. The harder they come, the harder they fall. The quicker they come, the quicker they crawl. Dead celebs coming back with this brand new track. Here's another taste from my singer battle. The harder they come, the harder they fall. The quicker they come, the quicker they crawl. Dead celebs coming back with this brand new track. Here's another taste from my singer battle. Uh, before we get into this episode's final piece, uh, looking ahead to this Wednesday's match, a very brief U.S. men's national team moment. Uh, Jurgen Klinsmann, oh, out! Uh, <laughs> that's a shame. Sorry. Oh, it's yeah. After all he's done for North American I know! Yeah. Just, just be cast aside like that oh, after a like couple after of losses. Just by these like, no-nothing... Idiots, they just don't understand They his don't genius. understand they, soccer, yeah. clearly. Those of us who are in the know can see exactly what he was trying to do. Yes. 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 Oh, that was clear from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Arena in. Yay. Okay. That's great. <laughs> so other than making wins and losses a hell of a lot shorter. Jesus, mm. yeah. Oh, I'm going to miss those naps. Like, you can't buy naps you like that. Sh- you should see the amount of yarn I ordered for this. Oh, I was going to knit everything. I was going to do all of next season's TIFOs after like, his, by the time his set. third press conference was done. Would have mm. been fine. Um, would have been warm. <laughs> it would have been so warm. Uh. What's your initial reaction? Um, <laughs> to Klinsman being fired, then. <laughs> all right, well, this could be fun in all sorts of ways to Arena getting hired. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens, really. It's, uh, I'm intrigued. I've never been a fan of his as a, as a, as a suit, like as a behind-the-scenes guy, but as a bench boss, I, I was okay with him. Like, I didn't... I, 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 liked, I liked how uh, he did uh, his semi-regular throwing the monkey wrench into the grand plans of uh, Galati and Garber with his pro-rel and... And players should go overseas to get real experience. I that that brought a song to my heart. It was just it was beautiful, and uh, and I also like the fact that he would 
find these kids who are in European academies and pluck them out and have them suit up for the American national team ahead of many MLS players, which I also thought was kind of a funny burn fuck you. These kids are have got a better resume at 16 than some of these guys have at 21. So I, 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 I appreciated what what a nuisance he was to the overall plan, business plan of U.S. soccer and MLS. So that being said, uh, Bruce Arena, he's good for the U.S. national team. Um, I don't know. I, I, I am going to miss his wonderfully candid off the cuff remarks <laughs> of how he conducts his conducted his interviews with insipid questions and, that's your question? Yeah. That's really your question? Yeah. No, it's, it's a pretty stupid question. It's a good question. I mean, the other thing, too, it's the word interim. So I'm hopeful he'll still be in Los Angeles, and this is just a winter job for him. <laughs> just a winter job. Yeah, yeah. I don't see that I don't happening. See it. I pro- it's probably not, but... It um, does open up a nice spot in L.A. for Siggy Schmidt without having to wait until LAFC oh, yeah. comes along, which I think everyone kind of presumed thinking, was going to be the plan. So, oh, Siggy to the galaxy? Come on. I was thinking we may have the first MLS season ever where there is not a Bruce Arena or a Siggy Schmidt involved. Huh? Could be. This took them long enough. Like, the Arena thing for me, I think, it was, it was not surprising. It was sort of the kind of the heir apparent, I think, after the Klinsman... Hesitate to call it an experiment, which still makes me laugh. <laughs> we tried to tell you. Suck Why ass. did we tell them? I don't know. I don't know. That's true. We oh, want like, to see them fail. No, that's no, he's true. great. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no. Tenure contract. Yeah, yeah. Unbreakable contract. Money. You should sign him up again. Yeah, really. Awesome. You didn't give, you didn't give him a fair chance. Just, he's just still building. He's still building. Yeah, it's fine. Um, I think Arena initially is going to have some success because... He's on a much know, personal level with a lot of the U.S. players. Like a lot of them always talk about, you know, I played under Bruce when I was young. I've known Bruce for years. Like they, you know, a lot of them are in MLS. There's not a lot on the U.S. men's national team that play outside of MLS. So they all know him very well. Um, so I think that will be to their benefit. What it's going to be like going forward in the future, I have no idea. He's a, gr- you know, he's a great MLS coach. I don't know what he is past that. I have no idea. It's hard the, to say. Yeah. In the meantime, there's like Bob Bradley's thing. Oh, fuck you. Yeah, guys. I know. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I have need. Goddamn. Fucking Welsh people. Mm. <laughs> oh, I take a job and then you fire this guy. I, uh. Such a troll job. Mm. Um, with Arena gone, who should coach the Galaxy? Louis Van Hall. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, mostly because I feel that somebody really needs to tone down that excitement that people kind of still get when the LA Galaxy are in town. You know, star-studded, high-attacking. Yeah, that would totally. Just, somebody needs to just kind of kind of just bring it down to somber, sleepy, comatose levels. And who better? Who better than the Dutch master himself, Louis <laughs> Van Hall? That seems very reasonable to I'm me. Gonna go well, he sits not that far from us. We could just yeah, ask. Yeah, we could just ask. That's true. I'm going to go to a slightly different direction. Go. Dialing things down. We're going to do this sort of like a DP manager kind of thing. You need someone who, you know... Star. Player manager? 
No, no, no. Oh, okay. oh, oh. I'm like, going player man. All right, all right. He's like a, a star in Europe. He's been great. He's amazing. But yeah, you kind of get the feeling that mm, nah, he doesn't really have it anymore. And so, all right, time to go to retirement league. Jose Mourinho. <laughs> I think we're being I'm weirdly okay with that. Entertaining. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, yeah, see ya. See ya, special guy. Mourinho in MLS would be incredibly entertaining. Oh my god, he would get suspended every game. His first signing will be Balotelli. <laughs> <That's amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ibra. No. <laughs> right, what's better than one player manager? Two player managers. Two player managers. Go on. Both Steven Gerrard and Frank Lampard. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, they out work together. of retirement because we all know how well yeah. they function as a double pivot. Uh huh. Wow. To manage LA. Wow. I and like contribute. It. Yeah. That way, one can coach while the other plays central midfield. <laughs> never the twain shall cross. <laughs> they like, sub each other out. It's like, well, <laughs> you got to coach now. I got to fix this. Be amazing. Uh, yeah, nice. that MLS rulebook nice. in pencil. That's the perfect time to add that that new that new little kernel. To You're it. allowed extra DPS if they're player managed. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's totally fair. Um, so I went a little different. Um, coach and then assistant coach, Coach Alan Gordon. Ooh. Ooh. Stephen Lenhart out of retirement. Ooh. Better than ever. Bash Brothers back together. I don't know how effective bashing is on the sidelines, but yeah, sports I, I, I like the energy. Exactly. I like the yeah. energy they There's would bring. Exactly, like there would that be that tunnel's gonna have padding on the walls. It's gonna be amazing. So I just, you know, I, I figured this is high octane coaching. Yeah, power <laughs> drinks and bungee cords. And you know that. it. It's the way, it's the wave of the future. MLS 4.0. Tubular. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like something that's kind of like outside the box. I, I was, I've always thought, you know, Dan Gargan seems like a very sort of intelligent Release person. the Gargan. Who would be, literally. Eventually make a very good coach. Go on, LA. That's where he last played. Give Gargan the job. Right. I like that, actually. That actually turns out to be a really good answer. <laughs> Not I mean, that I wasn't a, expecting. A few years too soon. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. He needs to cut his teeth with LA 5 or whatever. <laughs> Whatever part of the pyramid plays in the mm. local boys' house league, but yeah, the Hollywood FC. Mm. Yeah. No lies. No lies. No lies. No lies. All right, and now to the final part of our show. Any tactics? Yes. No. That's a good point. I mean, do, do you stick with the three-five-two? Stop like, it! I mean, we went like a three-five-three, and things look much no. better. No, cut you their go mics. With that from the start this time. We're not doing this. We're not. There's, no, you guys are both. So, many things we can discuss so anyway. So anyway. So this their is. Their mics have been cut. I yeah, know there. I can this. see that. Yeah. <laughs> You've been so, turned down. Have a keep going, guys. You're doing great. We're, so this is the uh, Eastern Conference Final, Leg 2, and that is at BMO Field on Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Luckily for us, yes. it's not going to be cold. Oh, that's good. Nice. Yeah, the weather it's should be like 10 degrees. It's supposed to be 10. Day. Let's hope it holds Lovely. out. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Who yeah, knows? That's, that's, that's always um, a downside. But what's, you know, 
with going into this game. It's like, hooray for Wiggles. Yes. Which is awesome. So yeah, without we, those away goals, we really wouldn't have a chance in hell. Yes. Um, true. Those two goals in the second half gave us some momentum. True. Show what kind of game we had to play. It's <laughs> getting ridiculous. Um, this is so mental. Stop. <laughs> this is so mental. Second, like I can't hear you, but I hear you. All right. Literally, he cut your mics, but stop. Come on. All right. All right, we'd have been caught up in your mic so bad. Yeah, a little bit. That's, I hope it sounds awesome. I hope it sounds awesome. I no longer know how to start this part. You, you segued from the no, U.S. Okay. national team to... No, no, it's fine. So, it is possibly the final game for TFC on Wednesday night. Oh, I said that. I said possibly. Wow. Well, or the second you last. Buzzkill. Yeah, possibly is buzz a buzzkill. Some positivity would be wow. nice. Jeez. On Wednesday night at 7 o'clock at BMO Field. Hey, wait. Would it make it better if I said it might be the second last game we ever play? No. No? Okay. Or at least the season. I mean the season, mm-hmm. not ever. No. Ever. Well, that's yeah, a little no, dark. That's what I meant. Still dark for you? Yeah, Darkest it? timeline? All right. Some sort of asteroid coming our way or something? Okay. Like second last Don't game tell game. him how playoffs work. <laughs> <laughs> he's just, he's just, he's going to be inconsolable. He's just going to keep going all winter. All right, yeah, so wait, the best thing about no, this game. No, there's plenty of games what? left, James. You're fine. <laughs> The best thing about this game uh, is that TFC did score those two away goals mm. and scored them in the second half, sort of having come back to life in that game, very close to tying up the game. So have a little bit of, you know, have some energy, have some positivity coming into this game. Uh, no injuries other than Toe St. Ricketts, crazy turf burn. At least mm. Not that we're aware of. Everyone seems to be in good shape. The people on yellow cards did not get a yellow card, so everyone can play. No, also, no risk of being suspended for the final yeah. unless you take a red card. Exactly. Which, so, all the that's all super super positive. Um, and as I was saying to Mark, the weather looks good, so we're not playing in freezing cold weather, which is nice for us as fans. Um, Doesn't matter to me. All right, oh, press box, you. boy. <laughs> you, James. Seriously, yeah. yeah, you can just shot it. Wow. Uh, TFC, you know, didn't do themselves super amount of favors in that game in terms of not keeping the goal count low on on Montreal's side or tying up the game. But there are still about a gazillion ways that TFC can advance to the final. Mm. Um, any clean sheet win, or yeah, no, any clean sheet win mm. has them has them advance one nil, two nil, um, two one, three one, four one. Really, any two goal win where Montreal only scores one goal. But then it starts to get a little, gets a little murky. Um, so, uh, three two means extra time. Ooh. And uh, four two five three, any two goal win again means TFC advance. So it's mm. there's there's a lot of options. There's some uh, moving parts. It's a it is. There's more than I would like. Really, it's not like when they were going uh, when they were playing the home leg against New York, where it was like. <laughs> You have to do a lot. No? Good job. We win. This is like, you could do this. So it's a little more of a dicey. Mm -hmm. But, again, playing at home, TFC um, have played quite well, especially during the playoffs. Last little bit at home. um, Have been on a pretty good run. That was their first loss in five games, right? Something like that. So, you know, there's a lot of opportunity uh, for this to be... You know, a winning game, but also a good game, not just a. Although I'll take win at any costs. Yeah, I'll take a five nil yeah. first half hour. It's over and done. <laughs> yes, 
I'm not convinced it's going to be a good game, whatever. It'll yeah, be, no, I, it could be, be very game. ugly. Oh, very tense. I mean, 37,000 people. Yeah. I feel like this is like something I've been saying for years and years at this time of year when I don't really have a vested interest and I can just sort of enjoy sort of the drama of it. It's the, yeah, away goals, it's fantastic because, you know, right now, it basically it takes the tie out of it. Right now, Montreal's winning. TFC gets a goal, boom, TFC's winning. You don't have to oh, tie and then get another one to win. But then, you know, TFC's one to up Montreal and needs one and it's the other way around. It's, yeah, I, you know, I've enjoy it a lot when you don't have anything into it but it's going to make me very nervous on Wednesday uh, yeah, it's you know, as I was talking about before hey you know be one up they bring Drogba on and it's like you you just need to take one little moon and you go straight and from it's winning to, to losing done, yeah. and it's not like oh alright well we're tying but now we've got another chance nope just straight round mm. you have a question no no what's your question um is it any tactics? No. Because okay. that's nice. Well, no, we've moved past that. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> But if it's something else that's on this rundown, I'm going to throw something at you. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> no, I want to know, Kristen. Why are you scared him? No, no. What's the question? What's the question? Uh, just, you know, I'm not sure if it's going to be a good game or a bad game, as you guys were talking about, but I, I think there's going to be goals in this. The last two games that we've seen these two teams play. Oh, yeah. I, four and five goals. They don't really play def- – it's it's interesting. They, they Well, they're both really – they like to – they like to go hard on the attack, both teams, even though TFC has been much better defensively this year. But what usually, it's rare to see a game between the two of them. Well, the Voyager's Cup game was a six-goal game. The yeah. second one was scoreless. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, nil-nil right there. But that, if that happens, then Montreal advances, and so that's not allowed. Yes. No. But, you know, they're, they're sold out this stand behind us in the South Stand. It's going to so be weird. It's yeah. going to be weird to have people it's behind us. Weird. How do those people go to the bathroom? Because, like, like, they're not in other. the stadium. It's the, the, the it's they're great. They'll just fall below. I don't want to. By the no, way, no, but I mean like I the stands are security. not physically located the, inside the stadium. And a little bag beneath each bench. Oh, that's each so nice. the bench. Yeah. Hunt Darren style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hunt Darren style. Like a, there's a trough. There's a trough. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's very yeah. it's a very green setup. That's, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna recycle through the water, irrigate the pitch. Ooh, yeah. gray water. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It will be very strange to have people behind us, though. Um, you guys keep it the fuck down. We're trying to watch here. But it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a packed stadium. And it's going to be loud. And, oh, yeah, God, those people are, the stand is going to shake. I do not want to, I would not mm. want to sit back there. Um, yeah, that, that doesn't look like the most No, it doesn't stable. look safe or anything. But it's going to be kind of crazy, it which is awesome. It might have already collapsed. I mean, we're not watching the Grey Cup. Maybe <laughs> it's already true. collapsed. We, I'll check Twitter. For all we know. Yeah. If it has collapsed, can we can we erase this bit, Mark? Can we edit this? <laughs> so we, <laughs> we, so we sound slightly yeah. less callow. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> sensitive. Happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We uh, mourn the death of. Oh, Vlad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whew, I, the first tweet came up. I'm like, death. What? <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Mm. Who's died now? Sorry. Oh. It, Stupid historical tweet. Uh, okay. But it should be. It's just it's one of those games. That, you know, one I don't think most of us expected them to be in this game this year. Um, we didn't expect them to make the final. You have little faith. I think I've been saying for at least a week that this team <laughs> could go this far. <laughs> at least a week. Um, but to have you know. <laughs> To have the option, you know, the opportunity for this to happen, which is great, and to be able to get to go to the game and potentially beyond is very exciting. And I think that the crowd will be, you mm. know, 
potentially trophies, celebrations. Yes, and, and hopefully LED bracelets. Although I, I should I note that it. there is not a space at the TFC training ground for the Eastern Conference Championship trophy. Really? Huh. There is not. Because their trophy case is full? No, they have... They, are you guys not reading my work? Is that, is that what's happening here? I usually read <laughs> you your know work. What the I mean, I don't bookmark it, but it's hard to remember. It's backslash Reddit. <laughs> dot. I, I don't actually know what to do. Well, that's why nobody can read your work. But they yeah. have it divided up into inside the players' clips. lounge. Inside the players' lounge, there are three windows on the interior wall of the players' lounge. One is for the Voyagers Cup. Mm. One is for MLS Cup, and right. one is for the Concacaf Champions League trophy. Oh. Huh. Well then. It was a big story coming out of the end of season pre playoffs press day. Huh. Okay. Which was when again? Like October thirtieth? November third, something like that. Early. It was in between in between the last game of the season and the first playoff game. Hmm. Sorry. Hmm. It's like Ago. He must remember so things. they got sort of one like giant window for Voyager's Cup, and then there, a couple there's of small three windows individual for windows that line this one wall. I don't think this is how you do a trophy cabinet. They it seems it seems a bit complicated. Stuff. This is like it's a visualization. Ah, anyways, uh, it's a, an, an inspiration thing for yeah, the players. Yeah. Like, They're trying to play some pool. All right, it's you know I'm I'm. Looking forward to this game on for a number of reasons. One, that they could win and go to the MLS Cup, but also just you know we don't we don't get to do stuff like this at Pimo with we this don't team. have nice things. I know <laughs> we get to have a nice thing. Like it's going to be a very memorable night. It is. I'm very time. excited. So and I do my... f- I do find there to be a nice bit of serendipity that you know for the long years of suffering that that we've all been watching this team, some of the best nights were were midweek. Nights, yeah. Whether it was the oh, yeah. Voyagers Cup or whether it was Concacaf, there yep. was something about those Wednesday, Wednesday nights. nights where there may have only been twelve thousand people there. There may have only been fourteen thousand, <laughs> but they were the twelve thousand who gave a shit the most. That's exactly it. Yeah. And they, they were the ones who were invested, who wanted to be there, who knew what was yeah. happening. Yeah. It's true. The it five thousand was the Thursday morning after the Dallas Thunderstorm. <laughs> no, there was at least one CCL game where it was it's like twenty twelve when everyone had really completely given yeah, up. Yeah, that, that was that was was it against Bohemian Aguila? Rhapsody? CD Aguila. Was that Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, that's one of the Bohemian Rhapsody nights. Uh-huh. That's when sort of Reggie Lamb scored twice. Yeah, Reginald <laughs> Thompson Lamb. Oh, the, the Bermudan Yes, oh, the Bermudan But so there's something there's something nice about this being on a Wednesday. Yeah, that no. the stadium will have thirty-seven thousand people who care about what happens in this game. Yeah, it's gonna be mm-hmm. awesome. Player to watch from Toronto or Montreal? It's usually from Montreal. It's the opposition. Michael Breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As he goes, uh, so goes the team. <laughs> it's still Piatti for me. Yeah, it's always going to be Piatti. It is Piatti. for me, too, because he didn't score. I'm always watching. I, you know what? I'm... <laughs> I actually have a webcam pointed at his house so I can watch him as he leaves. Um, and there's one in his kitchen where he makes a really wicked pastrami sandwich. Oh, so good. I don't even know where he gets his mustard. It looks important. Is that a prosciutto sandwich? Uh, no, it's pastrami. Uh-huh. Specifically pastrami. It's his pre, pre-game meal. He's been doing this for, what, the last year and a half, two years? I can't remember how long he's been in Montreal. Um, also, as a, as a, as a, uh, a secondary, um, Marco Donadell as player I want to see get clattered into. Oh, I was like, what? Strangely enough, actually had a pretty even 
uneventful game on on Tuesday night. I was expecting him to at least dirty hack somebody down. Was he the one who caught Will? He caught Will really. Oh yeah, that's right. Right near the end, near the end of the game. Yeah, but for the most part. That's not his style. No. He usually does that over 90 minutes. He doesn't <laughs> wait for the last 10. 90 yeah. He's usually been yelled at by the ref at least three times. I don't think Toronto had the ball anywhere near him for the first That's, Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Counterpoint. Very good. Uh, but still, I always like seeing him get hacked down because he's a, he's a, piece, of, he's a piece of trash. And uh, I will be looking for him reeling on the ground, looking like he's been shot. So I'm going... All right, well, talking of uh, him lying on the ground, reeling as if he's been shot, I'll go Didier Drogba. <laughs> he's not going to start, but I can't help but think that, you know, as mentioned before, he's, he's going to come on as a sub. And, and it will be his and last do, game do ceremonial. in the US, so. do ceremonial dive. Do something <laughs> Probably. It's a yeah, memorial. We, we want to remember him. him in the best possible yeah. way. Yeah. We, we all, flat on his back. Not as a lethal goal scorer, but somebody's clutching Remember him as he lived. As though he were dying. Well, you know what to say about retirement. Um, in order to stay consistent, I'm going to say Bernier. Yeah, fair enough. To watch. And the reason is because what we see from him will be a barometer of how the game is going. If Patrice is, is dominating it and getting forward and putting in the performance that he did in Montreal, then it's bad for TFC. Whereas if he is forced back and he's staying in Montreal's half and he's running around, then that's good for TFC. So he's the bellwether in this game. Um, I'm going to say Piatti as well, only because... It's um, the right thing to do. That's okay. Pastrami? Because no, I feel like as well as, I Not guess, he played strong. last week, he didn't score. And he generally scores against TFC. So I, I can't help but feel like he's saving it that up. second goal is so set up. Like, it's, so that I have like this... haunts me. Every, it does. Every time was, they he, scored last week, I was like, is it Piatti scored? No. He whipped that in on a weird angle. Found the one guy surrounded by three red shirts who had literally the the slightest of chances to knock that in, and he did. That was just I'm not convinced that he wasn't shooting and got it wrong. No, I was convinced it was a pass because he landed right goal? at the guy's feet. Yeah, I think he was maybe just kind of like aiming for. That's a, a hell of a shank. Top, top corner across there and got it, got it a bit wrong and oh. oh. That, that was like low and across his body instead of up and away from him. But anyway, either way. Even if that's an accident, well, then that's amazing. <laughs> Even when he screws up, he succeeds. Yeah, exactly, bastard. That's yeah. why I'm a fan of his. Just on the wrong, wrong team. All right. Like Dallas would have been a good to do, good place for him. So Vanny tactics. Oh, okay. My ears have perked up. <laughs> <laughs> what I have in here, you can just wait on your 20 minute discussion for just a second. Um, He's run out of ink on his pen, by the way. Is I, I, I mean, there are no other pens in this house. <laughs> uh, Cooper versus Johnson, because as we said in the talking about the, I thought you were going to say Bradley versus. They're, they're going to be fighting. Yes, it's right at center pitch. Um, as we talked about, like in the recap of the last week's match, you know whether or not having Johnson start the game or in the game earlier would have changed the course of the game sooner. Um, the fact that both subs made such an immediate difference when they came on. Should Vanny start with Johnson and use his experience and more defensive nature to sort of 
get TFC on the front foot and save Cooper and his energy. You know, he's got Cooper's very fast. Uh, later on in the game, when the other legs are tired, having someone in who is a bit more dynamic might make a difference. Or do you just, does he just stay with the, what's been working? You stick with the 3-5-2, you don't sub anybody out. Thoughts? Do I get to go first? Yes. I don't have anything to say. Lies! <laughs> 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 um, Everyone is, settle in. This is one of those things that it's it sort of has to be the coach's decision because you could look at it either way, right? Toronto's... Coach's decision would it be? Yeah. No, no, Michael what I mean by that true. is that... Yes. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I mean by that. Um, what it's I mean okay, is, James. is we that know we both don't, you, options have reasons why one would think that that might be the right decision to make, mm. right? So, like, if you, I was going to say this earlier, <laughs> but um, I think the game in which you were going to start will to add more defense to the start was the game in Montreal, and the reason that Greg sure. didn't do it was because you're you have a team that has ridden that three five two formation with the same personnel through the playoffs so well outscoring your opponents ten one or whatever it was in the playoffs and it's really hard to make a change in that situation. And so you sort of your hands are a little bit tied and do you want to rock the boat because you think something might happen or do you stick with what you know? And now in this game where TFC TFC is at home but they also need to score. So if you go out there with a defensive formation and you decide later you need to bring Cooper on, then you no longer have Will as an option to come on later and shut it down. Do you look at Johnson, though, as purely defensive? Because no, I, no, I look at him at as an attacking player, and I'm thinking, if you need something to shut it down, you still have Sheru in reserve. No, no, that's that's very true. Um, I would just say, given what we've seen over... The, the other thing about Will is like we all, we all appreciate what Will brings to the game, but we haven't seen a lot of him over the last couple of months. So well, like, there's been like seven articles about that in the last week and a half, so. I don't read other people's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, how come you're not reading my stuff? What's going on? It's the second time I've heard that today. <laughs> Duck, is there anything you want to complain about that I haven't read? Let's <laughs> go no, for the hat trick. Yeah, Your match report was excellent, by the way. Thank, Thank you, Mark. Thank yeah, you. I yeah. did read that. Excellent. Uh, yeah, it's difficult to say who you go with, really. I would suggest probably go with Johnson because I mean we only need one goal uh, so you know there's no need to be going right at it from the start and you know I feel like you know sort of Montreal they they don't I think they, they would quite like you to attack them a bit more and then you know, I think they're not trying to and then cause make turnovers like close to our 18 yard box like a New York Red Bulls they more sort of sit back sort of draw you forward and then attack into the space so you know I don't think like really sort of going up Montreal is you know maybe not the best idea it didn't work out that well so I'd be fine with go with something a bit more defensive a bit more circumspect you know if it's still no at half time whatever that's that's fine I would I would agree with you for the most part except if in, in the first leg, we very much saw that when TFC went all out on Montreal, Montreal wasn't countering to score their goals then, right? Like, TFC was pretty attacking in the, in the last half hour of that match. And if, if Montreal was as dangerous as we all think they are, that TFC should be cautious, then we would have seen more of it there, perhaps. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like we were super cautious at the start of the game. We weren't playing well. We didn't have a lot of the ball, but, you know, 
there were turnovers and then Montreal were attacking. It's not like we had a lot of players back. Yeah. You know, if you look at like the f- the first goal and like the third. Yeah, goal it took him like twenty five minutes to decide to defend. Well, we could have a whole conversation about why that happened, we but I don't did. think we have time for it. <laughs> no, we sort of glossed over it. But that's why I kept trying to go back to it. It's because this podcast is already three hours long. Yeah, well, people need to be informed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they need to and read my articles. And if, we do, and if we don't wrap it up soon, we're going to get bumped by Red Nation online, so. <laughs> they're like, they're, they're, really, they're really strict about the time. It's true, that's yeah, it's true. The network is... Breathing down our necks and right up our ass. <laughs> Any other possible euphemism about pressure, mm. throw it in here. <laughs> <laughs> Clock is ticking. Yeah, sure, that <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. All right. Um, with the Grey Cup having been played tonight, still being played, we have not really watched so as to not shrink back in horror at what they're doing. I think the team that wears red and black wins the thing. That's what I was saying. I called that. That is a... That's really on point, you guys. That's good. I don't know my CFLs that well, but yeah. The team that has red in it, they're going to win this. That red team. Yeah. The one in red. Exactly. My question is, with the Grey Cup being played tonight, TFC is only... It's a very tight turnaround. There's logos painted on the pitch this time. There's a. What are your hopes for the state of the pitch come Wednesday night? Someone not named James go first. I think uh, pitch damage will be minimal. Um, it's been dry for the most part today. I know it's been drizzly and a bit rainy at times over like the last couple days. days. What's that? It's been raining for like three days. Yeah, but it's also been cold, and the cold will kind of firm it up rather than keep it wet, typically. Um, but my focus, really, principally on 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 the whole stadium is. Uh, is the stage at the north end. They better not have wrecked that. I am looking forward to whoever random pregame and halftime entertainment they have lined up for us on Wednesday. It's truly going to be a magical night. Hmm. I'm, I'm That's hope- your answer about the state yeah, of the yeah, pitch? I'm, oh, yeah, right. exactly. I'm hoping it's the Spoons because I figure it's got to be a, an old band from that's local it's, or, or lowest of the low. That would be a nice touch too. They're hmm. playing today. Are they? Great. Or, then or, they're, or then last they're warming night. up. They're great. They're warm. No, they played last night. They played the, one of the Grey Cup parties. Oh, then, oh they, then they're tainted. Back to the spoons, <laughs> or Dream Warriors. Hmm. Um, I think it'll probably be okay. I think as far as the paint goes, yeah, it'll probably be okay to get that off, and we will see exactly how it works. I, I, I don't think it's going to be absolutely disastrous. It hasn't been this season. No, not no, at but all. this so is the first. Season. I know this, had this, had this is going to be the worst. Around. It's going to be as far as like time between usage plus. Three More days as opposed paint. to right. minimum yeah. five, six but, days but, in the past. It's been pretty good thus far. Yeah, like, no, they've, it's been great so far. I mean, like players today are just like divas anyway. I mean, go back to, you know, it's like the 80s, 90s, even just like, just like 10 years ago. Yeah, the pitches, there was sort of, sort of like muddy and what have you. And, you know, they played football just fine. So, um, yeah. James? Am I allowed to speak now? You are. Oh, thank you. Um, I think given the surface that the first leg was played on, nobody will have anything to complain about in the second leg. Mm. I'd like to but complain like, about the fact that it got bumped to midweek. Fucking great cup and shit. And, yeah. I was more looking for like what your hopes were for how the pitch would look, not what you think the team will do. That's what the question says, and that's what I said. Don't give me that face. 
I predict the lines will be painted in the right place. We'll go with that. Ooh, I think they will measure that twice just to be sure. I've, I've heard somebody say that, yeah. yeah. Measure twice, paint once. Huh? Yes. That's it's like that's thing. that's like that's a thing. I think. Right. I have a follow up question then. I watched some home and garden television. Should the ground crew be unable to erase all of the lines to the degree where you don't really notice them? So we look more like Gillette Stadium than how BMO has looked all season. Given how well the grounds crew has done this year, will this one game get you up in arms about how the pitch looks? A lot of people have declared that if they see lines, that sort of thing, that they'll be done with TFC. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna post three angry tweets on Twitter, and that'll be it. They'll be back next year, um, which I, I think is probably the case as well. But yeah, I, you know what? Like for for me, like if it's torn up, it's torn up for both teams. That's fine. It still it sucks. I don't want to see that. But if that's what happens, that's what happens. Both teams have to deal with it. It's no different than. Than the uh, the nuances of uh, of Olympic Stadium, as we've learned uh, uh, from from our from our esteemed guest. Uh, as far as the the shit on the field, like my my thing has always been with with the with the gridiron lines has been at some point in time will I be fooled that oh that's out of bounds oh wait it's still another two feet beside it that's when I get pissed when right. it's actually fucking up how I view the game and I've seen like. I've seen players get fucked up by that. Yes. Uh, and that's that that to me is that's the detriment. It's not the condition of the pitch as far as the surface and mud patches and, and, and puddles. It's the lines where, oh, well, that's out of bounds. I'm going to go for a throw in and you still got another foot and a half behind you and you pick up the ball and that's a foul because they couldn't clean it up. Now, given that over the years, the worst offender that I've seen at that at that stadium was um, rugby lines mm-hmm. from from an international, and they were so faded. It wasn't like I, it's like oh, clearly this was a rugby match here, right? But, but at no point was I thinking I'm not going to mistake this line. For yeah, that there's one. no way. Like so, like I'm expecting to see faded, faded lines and patches, if not all over the field, but not to the point where I have no idea what I'm looking at. This is mm-hmm. where some Tuesday rain could play in the grounds crew's favor. Interesting. True. Interesting. Meteorologist. I do feel like it would be kind of fun to see the big Canadian beef sign still on the field. <laughs> that, that would amuse me slightly. For me, it's this is the this is the game that in, unless it's clear that they've made no attempt to remove things. Like if they're just like, ah, it'll it'll wash it. out. It'll the sun will get it. The, the black cat will come and tear yeah, it up. Exactly. Yeah. But as long as as long as I as long as to me it looks like they've made an actual attempt to like get rid of some of them. This is the game they get a pass from me. Yeah, this because is not gonna be, it's, it's, not gonna it's be. been so good all season long. Like to the point where you know, like I, I've been pretty vocal about my dislike of the of the football lines and that sort of thing. And and um, this one game. Again, based on the entire season, and as like I said, as long as it looks like they actually fucking tried to get rid of it, this is not going to make me be like, all right, that's it, I'm done. How fast can I get to Hamilton next season for CPL matches or whatever, you know, which won't happen, but you know what I mean. Uh, like CFL stadium. With, exactly, yeah, yeah. I'll start going to with Vine. With the permanent lines. The permanent lines. Yes. I'll start going to League One games. I'm sure those are delightful. Do you know what I mean? Like this, 
I, I, who knows? Maybe think, we'll walk in on Wednesday if, night and it'll be horrible. But I enjoy the visual aesthetics of of the wide open, lush green landscape as much as everyone else. But if this is your Such make wordage. or break, that's why they pay me the big bucks. It's true. Um, if this is what makes or breaks your support for a team in the most important game in franchise history, then you know. Are you here? For, yeah. What What are you? Why? Well, I don't think people aren't going to not go to the game on know, Wednesday. But I mean, like, if, but I mean, like going forward. And this is what you're talking about. Yeah, it's great. Steve. If this is the message that you take from it, it's sort of like, it, like, what's like, your what's your priority? Here? Yeah, like, yeah, it's fake outrage, and I mean, we see it all the time on Twitter because that's what Twitter does. I don't think for a second that that any of that is legit. Of all the things that you could get pissed off and say, this is the final straw. Really, the fucking field. Were you not there from any of the previous eight, nine years? Last year was much better than the previous ones. But, like, any one of those was a great insulting moment to go, fuck you, I'm out. And now it's lines on a pitch from a game, a national televised championship game, with ha- which has the shortest turnaround of any two games all season long where it hasn't been a problem. This one exception. Like, I'll give it a pass. I mean, like, how many people did we... You keep you keep making that face. Yeah, you keep making Duncan that face. Duncan has to talk. How... So does that How, mean we won't see you back next season in if June, there's lines that, on Wednesday? In June, did you, did you, like, did you fathom that TFC was going to be in a semifinal? Oh, no, I don't care no. about that. No, 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 that doesn't matter. I mean, no, I'm no, just no, saying, no, like, no, 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 I, well, okay, never it, mind. You, Duncan, <laughs> like, the, the idea that there's going to be a game, a football game, so close to a playoff game. But there wasn't game. supposed to be a football game so close to a playoff game. No, but that's how it happened. That's just how mm. it happened. So, like... There's no way, like, there's no way that you would give that a pass. Yes, I would give. I could give it a pass if it happens every week next season and it looks like shit. I'll have problems, but this one. Yes and no, because I mean, basically, I mean, I feel like I've been saying all season. You know, it's going to be fine. They're going to have enough time. We're not going to notice it, and there's maybe just going to be one or two little games here or there. Quite possibly. Right, round about playoff time when the schedules and stuff you, that you can't really change around, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I mean this is like the one time I'm kind of expecting it to be a problem. So I mean I don't think I can look at it and say, oh well, I'll give you a pass for that because I mean this is potentially the time every freaking year because I mean how many CFL teams make the playoffs? It's like six out of six. eight, nine. Nine. So more often than not, the Argos are going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> not really, Doug. And but, also, okay. but uh, but to o- be often, fair, too, only four of them get home games. Sure, but often enough, there's going to there's be things where oh shit, Argos and TFC have playoff games, and you can't really schedule around it, and there's going to be sort of problems, and it's like, well, eh, you know, I mean, this is like kind of when it really matters, and it's like some random fucking game in the middle of June that you know means nothing in the grand scheme of things and there's like you know 50,000 people watching on TV it's like no okay this is like the biggest game in TFC history and everything uh, yeah this is the one where we're going to have problems I mean that's kind of been my problem with this whole thing all along it's, it's never going to be a ubiquitous always there problem it's just going to be something that every now and again sort of pops up and it's always going to be at the worst times you know, Fair. again depending on continued playoff success for both teams in the same year which you know we'll, be an occasional thing, I guess, but I know I have a hard time saying, oh, well, I'll give you a pass because who knows? Because, mm, yeah, no. See, and yeah. Am I going to be sort of outraged giving up my tickets? No, but. Well, that's what know. I mean by pass. Like, I'm not going to be, this isn't the game that's going to put me over the edge. If we'd spent a whole season looking at gridiron lines, 
then this would have been perhaps the final straw for yes. me. But we haven't. That's what I mean. It's yes. not that I'm like, oh, it's okay, that's, you kids. That's what I mean. Go it's, on. it's the first potential incident of yeah, and we, real we, we won't know until inconvenience. But mm. even in how inconvenient is that truly going to be? Like if they completely ignored cleaning it up, then I'd be pretty fucking flippant. Especially if they're going to charge me. 50 bucks for that. The winning goal comes because, you know, there's a back pass to Clint Irwin. It hits a divot on the pitch, bobbles over his foot and rolls into the net. Yeah. Yeah. But they've been pretty, like, the, the grounds crew has been pretty stellar. never happens anywhere else. Never, no. No, no absolutely. <laughs> never seen that happen to an England keeper. No, England keeper. Not Where once. do England play? Wembley. Wembley's got shit pitch, doesn't it? I don't think it was at Wembley. But... No, 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 no. <laughs> we mall ourselves after Wembley, don't yeah. we? But, yeah, I mean, Random shit can happen, but ideally you do everything to, to stop random shit from happening, really. And yeah, like I, I, like I mean, I, I think feel like this whole the, setup is kind of asking for problems I think right the, when it really counts every year. I think the divots will be fine. Like, Probably, like yeah. it's, I don't know what, like it would have to be almost completely neglected and catastrophic. That's all. For it to be a real, ah! a lot of writing going on across the table yes. like emphatic nervous. writing nervous <laughs> what does it say higher property taxes <laughs> <laughs> that's a callback we're getting a full <laughs> circle <laughs> off off yeah. off recording <laughs> comment uh, issue <laughs> but yeah and it's just one of those things where it's like I mm, it's probably not going to be a problem, I mean, especially in future years where TFC doesn't have to jam all their home schedules in, or home yeah. games in, they can spread it out more. It's going to be fine regular season. It's only going to be very occasionally that there's potentially going to be a problem. So yeah, like this it, is probably the first real test. So if they fail the first real test, is it, oh, well, I'll give you a pass for that one. Well, you're, to be, you're essentially zero for one. To be fair, fail. to be fair, unless you're hosting the Grey Cup, the likelihood that you're, if, you're, if, you're, if your home stadium is hosting the Grey Cup, You'll have two home playoff games. Otherwise, it's just one. You can't have more than one. Because three plays two, they go play one, and then the winner plays at a neutral site. And if that neutral site happens to be one of those two, or one of those other places, then that happens. Hmm. So, like, this is... But the game being I mean, this late is exceptional. Like sporadically, you know, whatever, it, it kind of happens. Argos have a home game. TFC have a home game. Scheduled for the exact same weekend. And yeah. In the regular season or in the playoffs? In the playoffs, they won't let it. They, they won't let it happen. They'll, they, they'll work around it though. Well, be able MLS to schedule around able that. to adapt their playoff schedule this time around. Yeah, so MLS is going to adapt, or is is CFL going to move to a Tuesday night, or is TFC going to get bumped to a Tuesday night? Maybe they will take turns. Mm -hmm. All right, Man. moving past that. Sure. Regardless of the outcome, I don't think anybody's moving past. That, I know yeah. that. <laughs> Ever, but yeah, anyway, moving moving past it today, uh, regardless of the outcome of Wednesday's game, win or lose, has this season exceeded, met, or missed your expectations? I, I'm still in the exceeded boat. There's, especially how the regular season ended and how the postseason has been. This is a thrill ride that Canada's Wonderland could only hope for their wildest dreams could happen next summer. Like it's this has been this has been magical. Like just the late drama against Philadelphia, right? They were up two nil and then they scored one and the 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 air went right out of the stadium and then they scored in late. Ah yay! And then going into New York and thumping the shit out of them there. 
and then being down 3-0, and then pulling two back on a Wiggles. This is fantastic television. And it's fantastic per person. Like, this is... From the from the beginning of the season, this has exceeded. And as the playoffs, this has exceeded. Sure. I, I would uh, agree with my esteemed colleague on the other side of the table. Where... I would like to make two points right now. One, first time he's calling me esteemed. Thank you. I'm flattered by that. I appreciate that. Secondly, aren't you going to give him shit for always copying me whenever I go first? <laughs> Sorry, continue. Nope. <laughs> um, but yeah, worst. exceeded. Uh, Love just you. The, the, reg- the yeah, playoffs has been a lot of fun. The regular season, um, you know, things have gone a lot better than I thought they would. Mm. I think a lot of the changes were made. It's like the players that they brought in in the off season and the sort of newer the defensive focus and everything is like, oh yeah, you know, these are things that I would have liked to see. And hey, we've seen them. That's great. Uh, and you know, did I think Greg Vanny would be the man who could pull this off? No. no. No way! So, you know, good for you, Greg Franny. What is that sticking out of the corner of your mouth? Is that crow I see? Eh, yes and no. Yes. Yes and no. Um, but yeah, you know, Baby crow. They, 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 <laughs> <laughs> they didn't succeed by doing what they were doing wrong last year. You know, they have changed. I, I didn't think Greg Vanny would be the one who could have done that. So, yeah, but, so. <laughs> we're, we're both right. <laughs> James. Uh, would you like the long answer or the short answer? Short. Short. short? I, I think the short, short answer. They've, ex- they've exceeded. Short. <laughs> oh All right. How long is the long, long answer? answer. That's, a, that's a fair question, James. Um, like a minute or two. Go for it. Have it. I went at least two, including <laughs> the jokes. <laughs> um, I think given the nature of the knockout playoff system. You can't really ever expect your team to win the cup. There's too many variables. There's too many, you know, the best team doesn't always win on the night. So you can expect your team to make the playoffs. You can maybe expect your team is in the top two or the top three in their conference. But when it gets to this time of the year, you just sort of have to enjoy what happens because a flip of the coin, one wrong call, an injury, a penalty, a red card, like, you know, the margins are very thin this time of year. So just enjoy it. Yeah, I'm firmly in the exceeded camp because um, I, I I didn't expect them to do this well, and, and I was also okay with that. They did what I bare minimum I asked: home playoff game, and then they did more than that, and then they've done more than that. Um, so, yeah, the rest of this to me is just kind of fun. This is yeah, it's fun bonus time. Really, like yeah, I I, I free, want them I want them to I want them to do well I, I want them to win like I want this to go forward it's and them you, to be successful. It's you but you play pinball and at the end you go and you get that another you're like what another five where balls. did that come from? Let's do All this. right. Um, so yeah, I didn't expect this. I didn't ex- like Duncan said. I didn't expect Vanny to uh, to adjust. Um, I didn't think he had the tactical flexibility in him to to bring that part out of the team to find a place for Michael Bradley to play to all of those things <laughs> to make things good that way. Come on, last season, nightmare. But um, no, it's it's been fun. I'm a fairly satisfied TFC fan. Like I don't have much to complain about right now. I'll find something because that's my job. But, <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's, it's been good. And whether they win on Wednesday or not, I'm okay. Like I, I want them to win. I want them to well, go to the cup. I, I think everyone but, can be disappointed if they lose. Oh like, sure, that's fair, but, but, but I it's mean, not going to be like you suck. Who 
crappy season. Fucking hate so you. Like, trade and fire. Everybody. Body out. Yeah. Well, I'm still. There will be something. There will be that. Of course, there will <laughs> but be I, that. I've, sh- I've showed my work. Why? That's all. I've just. I have an idea how this is supposed to work. I have the evidence support how this is supposed to work. He's ignoring said evidence. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Vanny out. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. All right. Predictions for Wednesday's game only. 2-0 Toronto. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 2-0 Toronto and bring on enter name of team here in the final. Hope it's Seattle. Make sure you delete this and put the winner of the Western final here. I wasn't supposed to read that like that. Mm. Well done, Mark. That, that, that's, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that, that, professional that, podcasting. Yeah, thing. totally. This is why we pay you with the big bucks. It's not that big. I'm barely professional. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, 2-1 to Toronto. There's some squeakiest of squeaky bum times, Ooh. but uh, it will uh, it will work out okay. Can't hope I'm right. I'm going to go with the old 3-1 Toronto. Ooh. <laughs> the old. I love this. You we know, do that all the time. Yeah, something. they're usual. We do that all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, some got that Dulce's arrow. We got that three to one. But the first goal will be very important. Agreed. Mm. Um, actually, I'm going with James on this three one. Copying my answers. It's geez. true. Mm-hmm. Duncan, do you want to give Kristen shit for? I don't know how that works when she does it. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Allowed, you're not allowed to do it when I do it. Bonus question: Predict who scores the first goal. Jovinko. Or Michael Bradley just to... <laughs> Michael Bradley would be a delightful troll. Actually. Justin Morrow. Ooh, quality. Bold call. Dominic Gujiro. Oh. oh, I see what you're doing. I, and then they go. come back triumphantly. Ah, Ooh. okay. One touch Jonathan Osorio. <laughs> ah. Called it. Seven seconds into the game. Okay, maybe not that quick, <laughs> All right. Well, that has been our show for this week. Wow. Um, good Wait, luck, Mark. Is it time for a Vanny Tactics? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Don't have Vanny Tactics question. You start off kind of defensively. Say it's still nil-nil. At what point do you absolutely just you fucking go, go for, for it? it? Do you bring on Ricketts and sort of throw a house? You can find Duncan on Twitter <laughs> at Duncan D. Fletcher. He has been Duncan Fletcher. Depends on how long in the game have it. we gone nil-nil. We gone like the whole first half? Well, yeah, have we that's, gone, that's like, what I'm asking. Yeah. You can find Kristen half? on the internet. All the entire internet. You've the whole first half and there's no goals. Oh, not that long. Kristen Knowles. No, no, Start of the second half. We'd like to thank our super sub, James yeah, Grossi, for joining us. Get right into it. Like, James Grossi could be followed at. You waited too long the last time. Grossi, could have had three goals if you brought them in like five minutes earlier. On the Twitters. Or it might have been the wrong move. And I have not been your host, but I just want to get this son of a bitch over the line. Well, if you're not going to blow your load this game, then when are you going to do it? You're going to save it for MLS Cup because you have to still get to the MLS Cup. And as usual, Toronto, get used to it. It's true. Because I have a headache. Bonjour, Mark. Ooh, comment ça va? Ah, très bien. Oh. 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 Yeah, Dan Sue oh, were oh, there, so hey. of course. The rest of that song. As part of the. I'm leaving that in because I know there's a. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a there's a segment of the female <laughs> listenership <laughs> that's just going to just make a mess <laughs> somewhere. 
There's some there's some Plus woman they're, they're hoping that there's it some will woman who's driving on the DVP when this goes out over and she's gonna nearly hit the guardrail. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't disagree. The the but they're, they're like other than other than TFC and some MLS, filthy it's the only football they watch outside of like Euro World Cup stuff. They don't watch. You know, the premiership, they don't watch La Liga, none of that stuff. No, no. No. or damage to your car. Or damage to your other car. Watch whatever's on. What's going on on Twitter, Mac? Uh, Mac? Jeff D. Salisbury, our good friend out out in the prairies. Oh, sure, yes. Um, Dominic Mastrecci? Am I saying that name right? Oh, Kevin Pipe. And Kevin Pipe, God help us all. It's tweeted at us 27 minutes ago. Because he forgets when to, you know. Oh, fuck. It's the answer to the... It's a bitchy blank. It's a bitchy blank, yeah. Uh, That's That's actually pretty good, too. Yeah. Oh, well. It's plausible. It's too late. All right, yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? Did they just get hired? Especially the Kevin Pipe part. Somebody listening to us record this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) I forgot to shut up Pipe. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, congratulations for entering late, Jeff. Kristen will be on her way to burn down your house in about half an hour when we're done. <sighs> I'm just glad it was an actual bitchy blank and not news that we just didn't know about. <laughs> Either that or Tony's ghost tweeting or something. God, I know. I didn't know you could do that. It, it, it changes the game. Instead of going, it's, it's going to be ugly. I don't want to do that. <gasps> so you're in. Okay, there's one of each kind for everybody, and then there will be one each left over because I bought assuming that Tony would be here, so you guys can fight. I'm gonna it go out. with the, you were assuming that Roz was gonna be here, so right because Tony was never gonna be here, <laughs> and I'm recording that, so I feel I'm I feel good about that. Feel good about saying that. Mm-hmm. Where are these from? Worst Tony Fake Walsh sale. ever. Oh my god. When I was out getting the snacks earlier, because I, I was just going to go to the bakery, too, and get like, all the other ones. <laughs> some brownies or something, so right? We should have a ranking here of, like, <laughs> worst Tony Walsh. Tony then, Walsh wrestler. I was third. crossing the street from Max's, you know, and I forgot second. Bake Sale's right there, and was I was like, oh, I think cupcakes are required. Just, it's like, well, you weren't here for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, your all-time Tony Walsh monster. Mm. Top of the charts, well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I want to see that now. <laughs> Kristen, if I make a sign in, can I hang it right here? Yes. All right, he'll have movable parts. <laughs> yes, you can hang it under the. Clothing. Oh, no, no, not over. <laughs> I think it, 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 so, I want to make that very no, no. clear. I feel it would add more to the insult of Tony knowing that it's below the piece of art that he can't stand so much. I don't think yeah, Montreal it can be doing both anything. at the same time. Ooh. Yeah, it, it can be both. Mm. It can be a combination. It hey, can everybody, be, you know? it's bitchy blanks. So to to distill, to distill, he stole the joke one. Jesus. Yeah.